Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow caped crusaders, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Grant Morrison's Batman. This week, we are covering volume two of their Batman and Robin series, issues seven through 12. This volume is entitled Batman versus Robin. And I'm joined by my only two friends who I would trust to throw me into a Lazarus pit, whether it was me or perhaps an strangely created copy of me. First off, uh, he's kind of like me, except he's from the UK. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. Oi, love, listen, it's not my fault. Uh, I, I was just doing what the old dickle boy was telling me to do. I didn't know. I didn't know you weren't going to be you. It's not my fault. <laughs> we're, just, weird... we're just normal men. <laughs> what do you mean, normal men? We're just, we're just innocent men. <laughs> That shit gets me cackling every time. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. <laughs> We're also joined by critically acclaimed author and detective who's definitely not Bruce Wayne. It's Jacob Brown. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> This week, I, I am surrounded by men from across the pond, apparently. <laughs> um, I am your uh, your faithful co-host who is just trying to get his dad back, regardless of how many pits I have to throw him into. Uh, I'm Eric Azana, and we are talking Grant Morrison's Batman as we are heading towards the, I guess, near the end of Act 2 for this uh this odyssey that we have been on with their uh their batman run gentlemen this was interesting right this this was i think a very i feel like this was closer in quality to the first three issues of last week um oh yeah but this ties together this particular volume ties together a lot of different threads from both Dick's time as Batman, from Batman R.A.P., and then all the way back to like the beginning and with the black glove. This mm -hmm. felt like a real uh, come to Jesus moment with all of those disparate plot threads and tying a lot of stuff up. How did you feel about this volume? I love it. <laughs> it's weird this is a weird is one weird. uh this one has to do a little bit of continuity cleanup and we'll get into that uh because there were other events going on in the dc universe <laughs> um so aren't we'll get into always. that a little bit aren't, yeah. aren't there always um but sometimes people just won't let morrison be morrison uh so yeah uh but i i i love i love this volume i think it's so weird it's so great <laughs> Jacob? Uh, I was a little nervous from just the first page because I thought I was going to have to contact you both and say and ask, like, so are you sure that this has nothing to do with the Jeff Johns Green Lantern crossover? Uh, mm -hmm. like, this has nothing to do with that? Are you sure? Because, like, 
It really felt like it was leading up to, to us having to read that for a second. And I, I was like, oh, my God, we're going to have to go that. through another <laughs> third like crossover in this book while reading this. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can handle that. Um, but um, this was a turnaround. Uh, in fact, the first three issues remind me of one of my favorite uh, two-part Batman animated series episodes ever made. And... Uh, and uh, the the second half reminds me of a SpongeBob episode. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. 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 I can't wait to get into this. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be wild. It y'all. was really <laughs> random, and it's just like I, this is just the plot to that one episode of SpongeBob. What are you talking? Are you serious, GMO? Right now? Are you serious about this? You'll see. You'll see what it is. Like when we well, get there. <laughs> without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it then. We got a lot to cover here. So we kick things off with Batman and Robin issue seven, aka Blackest Night with a K, part one, entitled <laughs> Pearly and the Pit. And this features the debut of a brand new artist for this arc, Cameron Stewart. Woo, I baby! Love Cameron Stewart's art. This is, Me too. This is pretty. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, it's freaking I, gorgeous. I love, I love his stuff. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with Cameron Stewart's art, uh, he did the cover art for the first Batgirl of Burnside, the image that people mostly associate with the Batgirl of Burnside run. That's Cameron Stewart. Cameron Stewart is really known for clean artwork, um, kind of a blend, I'd say, between like your your Jorge Fornes and your Joel Jones. Ooh, it's really yeah. clean, really pretty. Like he draws incredibly pretty people, but also does not shy away from drawing some horrific people and some ugly things. So uh-huh. we're gonna get into it, but. Issue 7 kicks off with Batman carrying Batman. Uh, Dick Grayson, after the uh, after being egged on by Jason Todd last volume, has decided he is going to try and bring back Bruce. How? Well, you're just going to have to wait and see. Because this... yep, we jump straight into a James Bond opening scene. Like, seriously. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. With the new dynamic duo, baby. Of Batman and Squire. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I fucking love Knight and Squire's little horsey motorcycles. Oh Oh, my god, they rule. They're the greatest thing. They're so good. It's a motorcycle with a horse head. I now have a Knight and Squire pitch that I am ready to unveil to anyone who will listen. Oh, Um, baby. So Uh, anytime, DC Comics, just let me know. I'm ready. Oh. Hey, uh, you would say uh, like these like uh, motorcycles have a lot of horsepower behind them. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. I'm in the back. Boo. Uh, Good thing it's not a Ford. You know, because uh, because <laughs> it's a Mustang. You know, get it, Jacob? Oh, come oh, on. Uh, wait, I it's got one more. Early. What are you doing? Come I know on. I got one more. This is this is all cowboy jokes that I I knew I had to like at least waste them one more last time because I'm not going to use them for another two years or so. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Batman is rescuing this girl from an exploding Ferris wheel. And as he drops the girl off and then just launches himself over a railing. Again, this is very, first of all, hardcore parkour. But also, hardcore parkour. Parkour. But also I just love how kinetically this moves. And this mm -hmm. is, again, a testament to Cameron Stewart's art. He knows how to draw an action scene. Boy, does he know uh, how to draw yeah. some movement. Mm -hmm. It's also a testament to Gmo's writing in yes. how they how they specifically will break up like the word balloons. Yeah, so that way yeah. you have uh, two panels of movement saying on my, on my way. way. So that way you have an idea of how much time is taken to get to uh, you know, it's it's Batman running across the top of this like water boat, you know, and then leaping off onto a little boat, you know, so you have a good idea of how much time that actually took, which yeah. is really cool. I, I love that. I love how wiry dick grayson is as batman yeah very, yeah it's very, cool yeah and very spider-man yes Spider and cameron stewart does a great job in illustrating that how he's spry how he's young how he can flip and do all kinds of tricks and him just he like, does do a flip he, he does a couple flips but like this this four panel or really i mean this five panel sequence of him swinging up from under a bridge doing a flip over it onto a tr onto a car clambering onto another car jumping onto an autobus running doing the little captain america from marvel's the avengers uh parkour oh, yeah, right wall run off and then <laughs> onto another truck like it's so good it's yeah. so good it's and meanwhile squire is uh driving her motorcycle through shops upstairs and then just breaks out just in time to catch uh dick off of the uh off of the upswing it's just cool so sick. Really cool. and it's then you and then cool. like they land on the ground you see the light pattern yeah which is very tron and of course we yes! love that but like we see the light pattern from the back of the motorcycle going down the top of truck and then onto the ground like sick it's yeah. sick. sick as fuck it's yeah sick as fuck gorgeous couple pages and so way to start the way to start the movie basically yeah. it's just uh, yeah it's yeah, like it's yeah. just a sick cold open for a movie yeah, yeah th like... this this is the cold open for for the second in the dick grayson batman trilogy yeah yeah this is how you do it yeah yeah absolutely uh so we see that they are in fact in pursuit of the burning black heart old king cole's train so sick i so sick i it's just so cool. want to learn everything i can about night and squire's rogues gallery yeah right <laughs> i'm telling you read that night and squire book it They're rules so fucking interesting it i'm rules. actually i'm actually gonna have to get that now because like of um i remember you guys talking about it and i was like i really wanted to read this when it came out actually it's so. one volume it's very quick and it rocks <laughs> yeah, yeah oh so good uh we do see that dick throws a little bomb to blow open a door on the train he jumps onto it and he just goes smooth eddie english the pearly prince looks like it's your lucky day and fucking any english is just like god help us it's the angel of death i love that that's so <laughs> funny so good also that suit drip drip drip, drip. Yeah. he's the pearly prince so he's, he's a pearly prince all over mm -hmm. his 
all over his outfit. It's Dripped out. It's, it's really good. It's that plus the Danny Zuko pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> really, I just I just want them to tell me more. Tell me more about all of Knight and Squire's rogues gallery. It's the angel of death. <laughs> and so we catch up back at the uh basically i guess uh the uk's arkham asylum oh where yeah we see basement even, 101 basement 101 where they even have their own little gordon with a little mustache it's, and a it's mask. beef eater it's really cool i just <laughs> beef eater it's so awesome i actually know who this character is it's really kind of cool it's a grand Morrison <laughs> character it's really cool yeah Beef Eater! That's his name. I can't believe they named That's literally like that. It's yeah. Beef Eater. It. Beef Eater. Yeah. And they they have they have Beef Eater looking over all of the uh all of the criminals in this rogues gallery. And I just need to mention these uh because I think they're amazing. Um so he's the Queen's jailer and he says as the Queen's jailer, I'm responsible for making sure these infamous reprobates stay under strict lock and key. No ordinary scum, mind you. We're talking headline names like the Radio Ghost, Die Laffin, Big Don Drummond, the Morris Men, the Highway Man, even mechanical space monsters like our metallic xenoformer down there. I just, I love it. All those names rule. All Radio Ghost, sick. Die, Die laughing. laughing? Yeah. Fucking coolest name ever. <laughs> you know that's got to be the Joker, right? His version of the it's Joker. Gotta be. It's, it's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be like, oh, man. I'm just really excited for this to actually make uh, Over the Garden Wall canon. So the oh, Highwayman was finally caught and imprisoned in Basement 101. Nice. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. That's scary. Man. <laughs> Hell yeah. He makes ends meet. Now, they are there because they are here to talk to the self styled pearly king of crime. I fucking love the pearly king. Drip. Again, yes. Drip. drip for days. Look at that hat. Drip. And fashion th- icon of the week? Is- Maybe perhaps. Yeah, probably. Perhaps. Probably, yeah. Uh, uh no, he he's second. There, there's he's, somebody. Oh, okay. There's somebody. Yeah, there's somebody. There's somebody. <laughs> he's I know. I, I was that's what I was saying, like question mark? It was like I can't think of who it is. But this later. is again very styled off of the opening or at least the uh the preemptive art to Batman RIP. Yes, it is. The killing joke. Where yes, it is. Batman is there to see a prisoner who is cast mm-hmm. mostly in shadow, and wouldn't you know it, he's got dominoes, bones, as they say. Yeah. Smacking down the bones, sir. Smacking down the bones, sir. <laughs> and <laughs> like that's my all favorite this part about these three issues is just the sheer amount of accents. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Oh, oh yeah. boy. I love Gmo loves doing an accent phonetically. Don't they just. It's <laughs> really prominent. And I love that for them. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so... Bubba. That's <laughs> yeah, Bubba. <laughs> Summink. Like. Yeah, it's. Oh, God. It's so good. Don't shove a penny, Ludo. 
I just, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. And really just Gmo pulling from their roots, from their heritage. It's I perfect. Love it. I love it. And so Pearly King gives uh gives Batman more clues than he's letting on. He has shown him utilizing the dominoes a map of sorts. As Batman and Squire get ready to continue on this investigation, we find out just where Damien is. And in fact, he's spending time in the regeneration pod. Mm -hmm. He is back at Al Ghul headquarters where they are pulling him apart and stitching him back together, giving him a brand new spine. And in I the just... bath tank. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just gross. Like yeah. you see them pulling all the skin back. Yeah. Like, miracle of modern medicine. Still yeah. fucking gross. Yeah, it's really gross. They have removed his spine and they are installing a new one. And Alfred is there. And I just, I love that Alfred came to watch the procedure. He's a good dad. He is yeah. a good dad. And so he, you know, he confers with Talia. And I really do like this Mommy. conversation between the two of them. Whoa, did you guys hear that? Uh, huh? And we see uh, Talia is basically like, look, just leave him with me. I'm going to fix him up and he'll, you know, be back jumping around in stupid costumes with you before you know it. And Alfred's <laughs> like, all right, go ahead. I'm going to go. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, we cut back. To, That's really all it was. It's just like, why is Alfred there? And it's just like, I'm just overlooking. All right, it's good. I'm going. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we see uh, Batman and Squire in their little bat copters. Hell, yes. Their little personal bat copters. The I old school this. bat copters. Yeah. so hard. They're, They're so, so cool. awesome. They're so cool. This shit better be brought back into James Gunn, like uh, Brave and the Bold stuff. Like, I really I'm, am looking forward for, to that. Honestly, I could see them doing this in Matt Reeves' The Batman. Oh yeah, really? I think a little personal bat copter wouldn't personal be super out of the world. A little, little difference yeah. from the bat wing a little bit for fuck. once. Yeah. yeah, that would be kind of cool actually. I'm sure and, it would be from, more like uh, some sort of like like how they did the the eye contacts for like uh, him to see like secret cameras yeah. and stuff like that and everything. I'm sure they're gonna find some very sophisticated way of doing that. Uh, but for whatever cool. reason, it feels more grounded than than the uh, the bat plane for whatever reason yeah <laughs> i don't know exactly why but it does it's because it's like slightly more personal <laughs> and it's more maneuverable more maneuverable. Yeah. yeah yeah i would love to see him sweet. just going through just the, straight the face robert battinson bat and bat like just flying through yeah that's why because it feels like that bit where he's like diving off the building and you get like the single cam shot of him I like it, it yeah, feels like that squirrel. where he yeah, would just so be doing yeah the flying squirrel bit it feels like yeah. that where he would just be like tucked up in this little thing uh, speaking of which, we are recording this after uh, the Variety leak that apparently the villain of The Batman 2 is going to be Clayface. Yeah, can't <gasps> wait for it to just be, so oh, it's fun. Clayface. He's an assassin who puts I, on masks no, or something. I, actually, like, I have can't a wait. really good, I've had a really good <laughs> Batman Part 2 Clayface pitch that I might do on the podcast just because Ooh, I know it's coming Now you now. have to. Now you have to. I don't, now I have to. That makes me mad. 
Are you going um, the more uh, Basil Carlo? You'll find out. You'll find out. Is, okay. You'll find out, my friend. Uh, find right. out soon. All Just right. you wait. Coming soon to a Geek's Plane near you. Or maybe apart from you, depending on how far away you're listening from. That's true. <laughs> so we see that uh, Batman and Squire have made their way to this <sighs> mine shaft. God bless Beryl. She's just so happy to be alive. You know she's, what I mean? Like she's having the best. She, best she's just having, having the time. best fucking time. <laughs> God, I just want to hug that kid. She's just the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that they had sent uh, Cyril the knight ahead uh, to scope out this mine shaft, and as they make their way down, they find. This glowing man. It's a glowing miner. I love that. How what? how terrifying is this? This is so cool. Like it's, someone it's, scoob. It's, 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 it's the 49er. <laughs> miner 49er. I fucking oh, it's so good. Um so we have uh Batman and Squire uh, also fucking Squire's little slingshot marked with the with her logo on it yeah good so tight Carrie 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 Kelly could never honestly Uh, yeah Squire is literally the best version of Carrie Kelly she's basically just Carrie Kelly yeah she is just British and awesome with a way better costume Carrie Kelly can eat a bowl of farts bro (laughs) 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 barrel for life dude barrel for life she's iconic they're able to dispatch these uh, glowing miners and make their way further down where they find uh fred i guess who has sprung the trap and is dealing with his own minor 49ers as as the knight also i just love how much of a meathead knight is portrayed as yeah like you just see him like kicking a guy in the face as he's lifting another one above his head and just yeah yeah it's just like ha wondered when you two would finally turn up and just i just i just i i have the pitch i have the pitch it's so trying to ignore it so bad and so they are making their way down and they find making their way down they're making their way down the mining shaft and so they get to this landing area where it is revealed why they've been searching this out they have been looking for this lost Lazarus pit. But as they arrive, they find a coffin waiting for them. The coffin then explodes as it's Batwoman. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember the theme from the Batwoman show. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, it rips. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> So Batwoman <laughs> pops up out of this coffin, metal as fuck, and she's immediately just like, talk, and just swings at Batman. <laughs> oh, Kate Kane, hard as fuck. Just, yeah. Yes. She is, she is the best. She is the moment. Yeah. And so she is immediately just like, <laughs> Dick's like, don't. She's like, don't dump me. What am I doing here? And everyone's <laughs> like, we have no idea what's going on. 
And so they try to uh, get her to calm down. They finally are able to talk her down. And as Dick passes her, he fills her in on the plan. He says, Me and Batman, we had an agreement. If he was in trouble, I got him out. If there was a death trap he couldn't handle on his own, I was there to get him free. He knew he could count on me. That's how we worked. He was my brother, my best friend. I had a job to do and I never let him down. So when we located a potential Lazarus pit, maybe the last one in the world, what choice did I have? If someone gave you a chance, no matter how small of bringing back someone you loved, you'd have to take it, wouldn't you? I love this. I know that there is the argument to be made about, oh, it's just Dick Grayson trying to bring Batman back. Oh, it's just editorial trying to bring Bruce back. But I'm not here. Not here. Yeah. Like, I love, he's just like, look, I've, and he's, and he talked about it last volume. Like, Batman is a role. Yeah. He knows that his time with it is short. He's, short. he's, he's basic. He's on that regional tour. And at mm-hmm. a certain point, he's going to have to pass that role on to someone else. And he wants to give it back to Bruce because this was never his end game. And we're going to get into that later in a very cool discussion that I want to talk about. But he's like, look, if any, if this goes wrong, if this is terrible, that's on me. But I, want to do everything that I can to bring Bruce back because that's my fucking job. And then it's revealed that Knight came down here to deposit Bruce's body. His, yeah. his body has they already been awesome out there. Yeah. They did. They did it 35 minutes ago. Batman, <laughs> Batwoman is like, no, this is wrong. I can't let you do this. And he's like, oh, it's already done. You can't let me do shit. Don't don't me. <laughs> don't don't me. Don't don't you. Don't don't you. Don't don't me. And so we see that at the end of this chapter, a hand shoots out of the Lazarus pit. Uh, also, these covers are still by Frank Quitely, and they fucking rip. They go hard. Yeah. Hard as fuck. They go hard. Super, super good. And we end uh, like at the end of the Demon's Quest with just... A yeah. maniacal laugh and everything like that. It's, ah, it's all I just imagine. Oh my god, Jared Leto! <laughs> oh, no, that would be more wheezing. That's more wheezing. Yeah. Don't do it, Malcolm. Don't do it. No. Okay. No. I don't <laughs> even know what you mean. You always, you always worry me. I. So, that's how I live. <laughs> It's Ain't just that like... the fucking truth. Um, eight... the pants, baby. <laughs> chapter eight uh, kicks off with basically a flashback for Batwoman getting up to this situation. Uh, can we talk about the first panel real quick? Because this is something that's stuck in my craw for a little bit. This this, this first page, really. Because uh, saying okay, I'm in with no keyboard to click clack. First off, there's that. I think that's a little <laughs> offensive. Uh, but the villains here, the, uh, you know... Uh, the chimney sweeps. from The, the chimney office. sweeps? Yeah. They're masks. No, I get it's just a basic mask. You know, it's just a basic plain mask. Yeah. But, boy, isn't that really Court of Owls-y looking? 
Yeah, yeah. Wait, I don't I, don't I, we uh, think the court of owls kind of yeah. stole that from us? Yeah, it's don't nice. you think? It's a hundred percent possible. Don't you think? Hundred percent possible. Yeah, you're not wrong. Do you think they're like? Do you think they like get in groups and then just bang their like their like broomsticks and just go? And just step in time, step in time. Never a reason, never a rhyme. Always there and step in time. Like I feel like what it looks like they were up to do a chant. Well, that, that now panel, I do. That panel where it's just gibberish because because Batwoman's too far away to hear them. That's what they're yeah. saying. Yes. Before they start saying like "Hail the Prophet Martyr Manheim," <laughs> "Hail the Rock and the Rage and Bomb and the Blast." Dick Van Dyke is our mentor. And, <laughs> and that is what we Chitty, need. chitty, bang, bang. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. <laughs> chitty, bang, bang. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> and that is when we meet old King Cole. I mean, the most calm, looking motherfucker. I like, <laughs> the penguin of Night and Squire. Yes, the I penguin. fucking love old King Cole. Oh, I love his design. I love and you know he album. sounds like Arkham City Penguin. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's absolutely just, it's... oh, I hear that. <laughs> There'll be nothing but a crater where London used to be, Eddie. Newcastle, <laughs> the blue capital of the new. It's like almost to a point where you can't understand him. It's like, yeah. like a new Jerusalem of crime soon enough like and it's like oh wow what it's giving you now there's a hole in everything smooth eddie <laughs> what out of the pit he'll rise and you won't stand in his way <laughs> i almost like for the first like my first read through i heard it in morrison's scottish accent oh that's why he, yeah yeah this yeah. this character feels like are you guys familiar with calm meanie yes yeah, like yeah. it, like it's literally just him. Okay, it's just him. You know, uh, there's a hole in everything, smooth Eddie. Your like, eyes, and you won't stand in his way. Like, I mean, if this guy isn't hit, like, if if it isn't called me in the movie, like, I'll just be mad. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, um, this is what he's been waiting for. <laughs> but we do see the Prince of Pearls getting loaded into that train that mm-hmm. Dick and uh, Beryl were chasing at the beginning of last issue i love the continuity mm-hmm. yeah and then we find out that batwoman was then later attacked directly after this and locked in that coffin bing bang bomb here we are and so they are waiting for the uh the eventual rise of the batman and oh rise does this dark knight do lifting out of the waters of this Lazarus pit. And I, I to the fucking love Dick's little shock bat brass knuckles. Yes. This is when he starts using this as like his primary weapon in this run. And it's kind of awesome. It's dope as fuck. It's, it's kind it's, of awesome that he has like electro knuckle dusters. Yeah, <laughs> guys, the, it's, it's the evolution yeah. of his escrimis sticks. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's just wrapped around his fist because Batman doesn't use weapons. Yes. That's a yeah. very Arkham Asylum like Batman. Yes, hundred percent. Like, the shock yeah. gloves the shock from uh, from yeah. Arkham Origins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
fucking underrated game. Come at me. It uh, really is, honestly. Uh, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I think that game has a really, lot of really cool things, but then totally blows the narrative because they screwed over Black Mask and it's bullshit. Yeah. I think they screwed over Black Mask to give us a really cool Joker, or- Joker origin story, and we still got our best Banes. So. Mm, I'll give you best Bane, but definitely not worth having another Joker. Oh, definitely not. Should should have just been Black Mask and Bane. But mm-hmm. and uh, Destro. Oh yeah. Meh. So this is good stroke. He's good that. He's good that. Uh, so welcome back to Below the Bell, where obviously we have. Oh wait, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, you had a different stroke. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll get to. That. We'll get uh, so. To that. <laughs> <laughs> so we see this we see batman or bruce question mark rise out of the lazarus pit and i love dick just goes batman say something and he just goes Ma! and he just fucking runs at him <laughs> and <laughs> why is it that sound it's 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 that video of that guy who just randomly starts crying and says, <laughs> Scratch that. That's the Saudi bass. It's like, Batman, say something. <laughs> also terrifying if someone's just like shouting that sound at you as they right in your you. face. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm shitting myself. <laughs> so we do a quick little flashback to Final Crisis. Yeah, baby. And we've got uh, Dr. Simeon going, you know, basically giving us the backstory of how this was not Bruce. How mm-hmm. this was, in fact, one of the Bruce clones that they had made that had been driven mad by Bruce. It all ties together. Ties ah. together. Also, I love that they keep Dark Side in silhouette. I, I, lo- yeah. I love that. That is the most Damn. Dark Side Jack Kirby shit. It makes them so down. terrifying looking. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So cool. And so we find out that this is, in fact, not Bruce. It was just one of the copies that was driven mad and then, I guess, lobotomized by the uh, the evil doctor. Uh, this Batman continues to make sounds. It's like, I'm gonna come out of Lazarus Pit and I'm gonna kill all my friends. What a deep cut. Holy shit. Listeners, do you know your politics from, you know, the early 2000s? Because you know 2003 you. politics. Yeah, we're going to the White House. Yeah. Like politics 23 years ago. Like, just like, really amplify your knowledge here. I love Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so everyone's trying to fight this Bruce, but he's just bodying literally everybody. And I just... love the physical difference between this Bruce, or not Batman here, and Batman. Dick as Batman. I, I also love Beryl's moment where, like, not Bruce comes up to her. She's just like, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said, just, just that, that two panel comparison 
of yeah. them both hitting their stance as the yeah. Creed fight music begins. Yeah, and hell yeah. Yeah. It's so cool because, <laughs> again, Dick is shorter. He has less muscle mass, mm-hmm. but he's quick. Mm-hmm. And so the two of them are just go- catching blow for blow. It's so They're good matches. Cool. They other. are. It's really, yeah. Um, but then uh, Dick gets a solid kick on uh, not Bruce. Bruce manages to uh, escape, more or less. And then he grabs a pickaxe. And he chucks that shit straight at uh, Dick's face after Beryl tries to spider monkey him. She's the greatest. I love (laughs) Beryl so much. (laughs) She spider monkeys him and he just drops backwards to knock the wind out of her. She goes for the fucking Ellie from Last of Us. She yes. like, <laughs> just latches on to him. It's awesome. So cool. we cut back to outside the mine where we find the 49 miners uh, meeting up with their boss. And who is it? Of course, it's old King Cole. And we find he's, out. He's so tripped out too. He's got a cigar. Like this guy rules. It's so good. <laughs> this guy rules. He's like the the miners are like, oh sorry, we get we didn't do this, boss. We he goes, No apologies needed. We've two bats for the price of one. The sacrifice of the twice named daughter was in need out. And Pearlie's never getting these clarty paws on what's mine by right. And we find out they have rigged that mine to explode. And we get this moment where uh, Dick catches the pickaxe that Batman had, or that not bad had thrown. And he's like, he's trying to kill us. And fucking Knight comes in with a two by four and cracks that shit over his head and just goes, try harder. So badass. So (laughs) So badass. It's so So awesome. (laughs) But this is the moment because Dick's like, wait a second. No matter how crazy he got, Batman never fights to kill. It's not him. And that's, that's when the that's when the the thing turns around and is like, nah, 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 nah. you doodle Bob, me SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> God yeah. damn it! Yeah. Got That's it. He is. He's Doodle Bruce. It's literally he's, that fake. That's why he's making Bob. all the stupid sounds. He's Doodle God Bruce. God damn it! Yes. It's exactly God right. Damn it, Jacob! Oh my God! The whole time, the whole time, it was the really whole time. Like, it was literally God the whole time. I was it. The whole time. Then, You're a criminal. <laughs> so that is when uh, Old King Cole reveals that he has the detonator primed to explode he presses the button and the mine collapses on top of everybody uh in the aftermath dick pulls up some of the rubble to find batwoman's body while uh yeah, she's fucked knight and squire are separated and doodle doodle bruce has a clear exit to get out of there meanwhile Back at Wayne Tower, Alfred returns to the vault where he finds out just what Dick has done. So, <laughs> so, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, th- th- this might be a good time to bring up the continuity era yes. of it all. 
Um, so this comes after Blackest Night, the big Green Lantern slash DC Universe <laughs> event, where uh, I was joking, uh, really? Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, no. This is this is the problem with this because one of the big things in Blackest Night. So Blackest Night, if you're not familiar, uh, good for you. Uh, honestly, like, okay, good for you good if you're not familiar. So right. Blackest Night uh, is the rise of the Black Lanterns. Uh, the Black Hand, Black Hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always want to say Dead Hand. Uh, the Black Hand also becomes the first Black Lantern uh, and starts sending out Black Lantern rings to resurrect dead heroes and villains and people from all across the DC universe. Uh, and in doing that, he's he's trying to uh, raise enough energy to raise Necron, this Lord of the Dead. Um, and what he uses for that, specifically, is uh, Batman's skull, Batman's dead body, right? Oh. Because Bruce Wayne Batman just recently died, and Dick yeah. Grayson Batman is Batman. So he he digs up Bruce Wayne Batman's body and uses that as like a, I, I don't know, I don't know, as a conduit for all this black energy. He's literally like using it to make the black rings and stuff. He's there's a lot of him licking the skull and stuff. It's super fucking weird. Um, but it doesn't make sense because now we know that that wasn't that body. That's the body that Dick has at the beginning of this story yeah. that he's holding. It's specifically that body. Oh. And we know now that that wasn't actually Batman's body. Yep. So it doesn't make sense. Or yeah. it does make sense because that's why things go so poorly in Blackest Night because yep. that wasn't actually Batman's body. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So all of you who are like, "Oh, Blackest Night, Batman's so cool," it's not bad. It's Doodle Bruce. It's Doodle Bruce. Get over yourselves. Yeah. Get over yourselves. It, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's just an interesting continuity here. Uh. For those of you who want to read more about that, there is a three-issue Blackest Night Batman miniseries. Uh, it is fine. <laughs> I reread that in preparation for this because it I is. thought, like, oh, that might be important to this. I, I it, it is not important. It is fine. You get to see zombie Drake. Uh, you get oh, to see zombie cool. Drake parents, and you get to see zombie yeah. uh, Captain Boomerang, uh, Grayson parents, and zombie Captain Boomerang, and you get to relive the trauma of identity crisis of the death of jack drake <laughs> by, by captain boomerang which i think is an interesting choice to make me relive that again <laughs> uh that's also when owen mercer became the worst captain boomerang um just by definition and through his actions owen's the worst captain boomerang it's just the facts Sorry. Did you say Owen is the worst Captain Boomerang? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. I stand by that shit. What? I Owen's great. Owen he, was feeding people to his zombie he, dad. He's fucking victimized he was, in that book. He was that is the worst character. And that's the last time we see dad. that character, which is bullshit. Hey, It's bullshit. Because that character is way better than that moment. final appearance is the truest appearance of their character. That's not true. <laughs> what hey, do they say made... about your final appearance, <laughs> We all made desperate. They'll say I was honest and I spoke my truth. <laughs> Even at the end. I just come I into frame behind you. <laughs> as I was smothered by the black glove. <laughs> Evil moves. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, uh, Malcolm yeah. really is the, the hole in things, I guess. I am the hole in things. <laughs> As I'm being, like, strangled. Um, <laughs> but yeah, one... so... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Just with Doodle Bruce flying the little Batcopter and shrieking, that's all I can hear. Just, ah! <laughs> no, just, just shouting, <laughs> He's just holding it the whole time as he's flying. <laughs> just, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just screaming. <laughs> oh, that hurts. I I, I hear like criminal. metal music. I hear like metal music like pl- blasting in the background. It's like extreme. Do you guys remember those videos of extreme videos where people are just like screaming and yelling and doing mundane things back? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 that's that's, that's, that's a deep cut. <gasps> Yeah, that's deep internet. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's old deep internet. internet. We are a trio of old biddies, and that is yeah. something that I will always cherish. I don't know yeah. what you're talking um, about. I'm at least seventy five. Oh, you're looking young today. So, Thank you. damn. Uh, we, find, we find Dick uh, moving rubble off of Batwoman's body, and she is uh, she's in a bad way. She's fucked, bro. She's a broker. She's broke. Uh, We see this old man directing uh, Doodle Bruce to the uh, bat plane. And he just takes off. He leaves. This guy who thinks that all Batman look alike. So offensive. Super fucked up. (laughs) So Problematic. Can you blame Beefeater, though? (laughs) That's not Beefeater. Yeah, it's not Beefeater. Beefeater has the ginger mustache. This guy's yeah, this guy's got a, a white mustache. mustache. He's got a white mustache? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a much oh, I thought guy. that was just the lighting. I no, thought no, it was no. just funny no, that, that Beefeater's in and like in his Beefeater like... Beefeater would never make bro. this mistake. Oh, okay, fair. Beefeater fair, knows fair. better. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, he can tell his Batman apart. That's so we cut true. back to uh, Wayne Tower where a helicopter is landing and we get Recovery Damien! And I just like, I just love the... Welcome back, Master Damien. Pennyworth, just the demeaning, the the demeaningness right away. You know, just little shit all the time. I hate him so much. (laughs) I hate him so fucking much. By the way, I've stopped uh, like saying like now because like I keep going. Okay, now is where Damien could have been killed right now because there are so many opportunities. (laughs) Oh, we're coming to it. We're coming to it. Oh, (laughs) we see that he has his new spine installed, but they say absolutely no physical exertion for two weeks until the new spine is fully bonded. Any error could leave you paralyzed for life and undo my pioneering work. So the two uh, men hand Damien off to Alfred, and Alfred just kind of wheels him inside. Uh, Meanwhile, back under the rubble, Dick is trying to save Kate, but Kate says, look, I have to die. I have an idea. Knight and Squire are able to dig their way through the rubble to find uh, Dick and Kate, but Kate has passed. And... Fucking old King Cole is just living his best life. <laughs> oh, hey, pet, this old and restored like the beast is loose, the new age of crime is come, and the brunes on me. <laughs> <laughs> so we see, we see the uh, the bat plane 
uh, land on Wayne Tower. Alfred goes out to meet him, and he's like, oh, what's going on? And he just goes, good heavens. Sir, is that you? As fucking Doodle Bruce attacks him. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, we see at the monitors, Damien is just being a little incel king. Uh, <laughs> Sitting with all the lights off, just the lighting of the monitors to illuminate the room. Pennyworth, I read on 4chan that Father <laughs> is going to be resurrected in a Lazarus pit. <laughs> I have to update the Reddit for the amount of <laughs> Lazarus pits that are around the world. Reddit is going wild. <laughs> They're even spewing some rumors on QAnon right now. <laughs> and so all of a sudden he hears a ding, the elevator opens up, and poor fucking alfred just getting tossed and attacked bodied place since damien showed up yeah body right? alfred's been getting the short stick on a lot of things lately basically yeah <laughs> like he got attacked handle. by damien he got attacked by the black glove now he's getting attacked by fucking doodle bruce and he <laughs> launches him out of the elevator and then fucking he steps out and damien's just like Father. <laughs> Chapter nine starts off with Dead Batwoman. Great way to start. Great way to start, guys. <laughs> Yay. It. But it was speaking it was of part crushed. of a plan. <laughs> Ooh. Yo, you can see her leg bone. That's what I mean. Yikes. The leg bone is <laughs> not connected to anything right now. Nope. So we find out that she did not die from her injuries. She, in fact, used the morphine from uh, Dick's kit to help her pass because they're going to put her in the Lazarus pit. And immediately, I just love that he's that uh, Batman's like, hey, Knight, Meathead, start moving rocks. And Knight's just, tally ho! And he just <laughs> fucking goes straight into it. Ooh, boy, rocks! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this one's a big rock. Ooh, look at this! Look at this barrel! Look at this big rock! I just—I love the idea of him just being like, "Look, barrel! Look how, look how strong I am! Look how big this rock is!" And Barrel's just like, "Yes, that's nice, Sarah." Ooh, ooh, we should save this one. I could do lots of benches with it at home. Like... I want to strap it around my waist as I do that salmon ladder. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one barrel yes yeah yes, yes you're all <laughs> cool i love our new super meat super meathead night super meat and head just night. the squire that has to wrangle him god damn it oh, yeah. uh but i do like that again they they continue to talk about their history knight and uh knight and dick because they are paralleled knight mm -hmm. cyril was formerly squire and i love yeah. that he's like he did it first i used to be absolutely terrified of you when you were robin this rough and ruckus little demon boy <laughs> demon always boy. somersaulting around cracking weird jokes and some barely a barely decipherable accent i was right to think you were a bit bloody mental wasn't i and i just love the idea of this four foot nothing demon child dick grayson robin with <laughs> who is just too much for everyone 
just this ball of energy bouncing off walls and somersaulting everywhere. I mean, it's it, it's just proof that that uh, that first season of Young Justice really got Robin right. They did. They, yeah. Well, that he was still more Tim Drake than Dick in that but he but he had but he had the scary ass laugh thing (laughs) that for sure you're which is the best addition to robin cannon of all time (laughs) (laughs) that was really fucking terrifying (laughs) honestly shout out to fucking jesse mccartney of all shout out to jesse mccartney jesse mccartney crushing it as robin maybe the best robin voice actor next to lauren lester Oh, I mean, yeah, it's tough. It's I really mean, close. It's real. They're close. very neck and neck. If it's he hasn't tough. surpassed them, though, technically, like that one season, he fucking crushes it. Crushed man. it, absolutely. Though, though technically, doesn't that mean Lauren Lester is Batman now? Unfortunately, I, Jacob, I would give a left leg for a DCAU styled animated series yeah with lauren yeah. lester voicing yeah. dick grayson batman yeah 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 i would yeah i would i would i would, I would, I would pay money i would do a yeah. lot for that same yeah. here same yeah yeah i would do a lot for that mm-hmm. but yeah i just i love how terrifying like young dick grayson sounds as robin probably in his first couple years yes i love the, the yes. note about the barely decipherable accent yes. because because he's you know he's he's circus folk so yeah. he's from just all around all and he's a young kid so he yeah. just sounds like everything sounded everything and using all of all of the all of the uh just like I got one of calibers. Who's got the jib? Where's your rugger? <laughs> what are those words? <laughs> Where the fuck did he go? <laughs> but at the same time, I love that he's like, what about the spoiled rich kid with a few boxing and jujitsu lessons who copied my act? And so it was like, ha, you've got me nailed. I soon had all that knocked out of me, eh? Barrel, rise! He throws another rock. It's so funny. Just there's a massive boulder with your name on it. Still, he's like, yay! (laughs) And I big one, big one. (laughs) (laughs) I love how Dick kind of gives him a dig, and he's just like, right, oh, you scamp, you got me, you You got got me me again, dead to rights, love. Meanwhile, uh, we kick off the final chapter of this uh, Blackest Night three-parter. Blackest Night with a K. As uh, Doodle Bruce is ready to pounce upon this boy. And and Damien is deducing this. He doesn't need to see anything. He's just like working it out in his head. And he's just like, you were raised from a Lazarus pit, am I right? In England. So any temporary madness should have worn off long before you got as far as this. What have you done? with Pennyworth. And I just, I, oh, it's so, him immediately deducing, like, this guy's a copy. Punch your smug face. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like Sling Blade to me, but... <laughs> Punch your smug face. Punch your smug face. Punch your smug face. But at that exact moment, Alfred revives and grabs the back of Batman of Doodle Bruce's cape as he's just like, Master Damien, your move! And Damien 
in his total Gen Z way, chucks a mouse straight at Doodle Bruce's face. Not that mouse, the other mouse. The other mouse, the computer. The computer mouse with a wheel. So for those of you who aren't aware, uh, computers used yeah, to you operate with... Uh, no, they're real. No, they're still lights. real. No, you got to explain People it. Use nobody used to use a mouse. That's yeah, not true. It was, it was a uh, small uh, pod-looking device. have nothing but laptops device That oh. you would move around. It would have a yeah. little ball in the center. No, the gamer kids and still use mice. Would yeah, but that's move, very few. <laughs> uh, it would move around, and that would move the cursor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would click left if you were clicking uh-huh. something to uh, move forward. You would click right if you wanted to save something or open up an options menu. Don't forget the double click. And the double click if you wanted to highlight something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a wonderful time. Welcome to the podcast in a podcast, which is called Back in My Day. Yeah. Where we talk about things that are uh, long <laughs> gone and will never be seen again. So next time we'll talk about Shasta. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will not. No, we yeah. will not. Uh, <laughs> next time we'll talk about bashes. <laughs> we'll talk about Abco. <laughs> hey, that's and not funny. Borders. There is there's still there's still bashes over here. What are you talking about? <laughs> so that's because Tucson is perpetually kept under a convergence yeah. bubble. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the Tucson has the, been the Simpsons plucked. movie where yeah. it's just the dome just covering yeah. the entire city. Exactly. For, like, Tucson was plucked by Talos and put on the convergence world. <laughs> oh my god that's why no one remembers us that's why no one remembers and yet they keep mentioning that Talos? we're one of the greatest like places to go visit and it's just what the like, hell really? is that what yeah, the hell is that that we were like at the top of the list I of like greatest places on in, in the country it's like i think are you serious i, I think they meant great. hey, greatest Tucson places in the country during covid is the best is no what one that because there's that's nobody around no but tucson is a great place to visit and i hate this to be the time to let you guys know that i am the champion from los angeles and so every time i come to tucson it's to fight our convergence battle and i keep shit shit that's why i shit that's what do you keep fighting against yeah i don't want to say that superman lives in tucson but i'm not going to not say shit he works at Bookman's. Just, just keep, works... just keep your eyes out for people wearing glasses. <laughs> he works at yeah. Bookman's. Yeah, he has to work at some sort of staple here in town, he's, like old Tom's like, oh, or something Chuck's like Lois. that. I just don't know how to price this Xbox 360 <laughs> game. I'm just not really sure. It's like Clark, what's wrong? He's like, ah, I just someone brought in a trade today, and it, it, it had this green rock in it, and I got really startled for a second. But it was, it was just a painted green rock because it's Tucson. <laughs> you know, it was fresh off the Gem Show, and yeah, I just, <laughs> just gonna say, I get nervous every single time. I get nervous February. every February because of the Gem Show. Like, <laughs> every single time that Gem Show comes through, I know someone's trying to kill me. I'm just afraid that Luther's going to be there with with, with his kryptonite. I just <laughs> selling kryptonite to everyone in the town, and then everywhere I go, I won't be able to go. You mean turquoise? It's oh, all hold turquoise. on, hold on. Sorry, Jimmy's trying to sell another uh, another Guitar Hero guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, this is the sixth version. This is the sixth copy of Down with Love on DVD that you brought in. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do you keep having copies? copies of this? All right. 
of Down with Love? Like, why? I'm glad we've like completely alienated the rest of our listening audience. But those now. of you who listen in Tucson, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome for the funniest bit ever. So Alfred is able to uh, basically pull the elevator trick of shutting the uh, shutting the elevator doors on Doodle Bruce's cape, which lifts him up. Uh, and he's like, Master Damien, if you have any weapons on to hand, now is the time. And Damien's just like, fucking weapons, all that equipment is downstairs. Unless, hmm. And he stands up and he chucks his wheelchair at I mean, Doodle Bruce. That is kind of metal. It is That's kind, metal. That kind of fucking rules. It's very metal. And, and that even, kind of rules. Even with him mostly immobilized and still like bonding to his spine he chucks that chair and then disappears downstairs yeah take that xavier thinking that stairs is your worst enemy (laughs) (laughs) yeah ultimate sinister would have a hell of a time against damian wayne yeah you puss that's what you get try to xavier would never (laughs) and so this is when uh doodle bruce begins to degenerate and he Tainted, sour blood. Where are you, boy wonder? <laughs> it's like it's like uh, Tim Daly doing the Bizarro voice, and then going into that Doodle Bob voice too. Yeah. It's like, like was that actually Tim Daly doing the Bizarro voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah. I didn't actually know that. That's cool. I always thought it was a different actor in Bizarro. No, That's cool. Maybe yeah, my cool. favorite version of Bizarro. Oh, my it's, it's between version. that and the Rebirth Bizarro because I fucking love Rebirth Bizarro. Oh. I do actually love Rebirth Bizarro. Uh, I've always hated Bizarro. I love Rebirth Bizarro. Red Hood and the Outlaws Rebirth. Underrated book. Uh, it, it was better than it should have been. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so we get the. <laughs> We get Damien home aloneing uh, Doodle Bob <laughs> as Doodle Bob has sunken into madness. He's like, You are here to replace me. They sent you to taint the bloodline for all time. And he's like, <laughs> You were my biggest mistake. When all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he steps into a puddle of gasoline. And fucking Dave is just like stepping on gasoline was your biggest mistake. Throws this uh, this electrified wire, absolutely sets him ablaze. Meanwhile, Sick. Uh, they give uh, Batwoman a little dip in the Lazarus pit. She is revived, and then not they... the dip. <laughs> and then they are trying to figure out how to make their way out until we see. Jacob Kane is here. Ugh, I know. I know. Anyone Ugh. who has read Detective Comics Rebirth, <laughs> immediately seeing Jacob Kane brings a very visceral feeling. The best thing that they could have done with that character was that run. So true, Bestie. Because because look at us now. Fucked, but look at so us now. True. Seven years later, and we're like, fuck that guy. Fuck that, fuck guy. that guy. I fuck actually don't. Rocks. I guys, I don't know the history of this character. I, don't know. I was like, because uh, you read haven't it. read you that. Need to read it. Detective it's run. so good. Yeah. It's uh, so this is good. this is Batwoman's dad, Jacob Kane. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who was uh, Martha Martha's Wayne's brother. brother? Yeah. Also, okay. because she's a Kane. Right. And 
so Kate Kane is Bruce's cousin. Played right, by gotcha. Dugray Scott on the TV show. Yeah. You'll know Dugray Scott as a person who was cast as Wolverine in the original X-Men movie. But, but had to dip out because he had to finish Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> he had to finish oh. filming Mission Impossible 2. Oh. <laughs> because that went over by like choice. four months. It was the correct was... choice for everyone involved. Yeah, because Dugray Scott would have been a terrible Wolverine. Been a terrible <laughs> yeah, just, Wolverine. just like He's too uh, tall. Just like uh, Kate Holmes when uh, when she was just like, I'm going to leave the Batman franchise to do mad money. That's what I'll do. Yeah. That's, that's, that's going to propel my career forward into the future. Take a mad I money. I do no sequel mad to money. a Batman film. Said, fuck fuck Christian Bale. I'm going with Diane Keaton. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know what? That. Honestly, I would too. I, no. No. Christian Bale's no. got them lips, baby. What the lips? <laughs> What lips? He has no lips. <laughs> Mr. Bale specifically has no lips. Can I tell you my favorite thing about the McFarlane figure is that it is it specifically has a Christian Bale mouth, and it's so <laughs> funny. It's so good. Incredible. That's awesome. Uh, amazing figure. If y'all if y'all go buy action figures, the Dark Knight figure for the McFarlane line, fucking also whips. the Jay Garrick figure. Also, that Jay Garrick figure, figure might be my favorite action figure I've ever owned. I think it's I think it's easily top five. I've easily waited so five. long to have a good Jay Garrick figure. Same. I've and waited is, so long. It is immaculate. Uh, so I also, fun. I just five minutes ago got confirmation that I just won an eBay bid for the uh, for the uh, uh, DC Rebirth Flash. <gasps> Because nice. because they've been impossible to get for under like seventy dollars, yeah. and I just got paid today, and I was like, you know what? Today's the fucking day. I'm just nice. doing it. Hell yeah! And I put in a bid, and I got it. So yeah, yeah, we bitch. stay winning, baby. Stay yeah. winning. That's my only action figure purchase this week. <laughs> <laughs> stay winning, Malcolm. Stay Unlike winning, baby. Doodle Bruce here. Who stay go. Who's, who's gonna stay? Melting fuck, mess. Baby. But he straight up grabs David by the throat gets into the elevator it pops out of the top floor and alfred is there with a cricket bat it's so cool i love Rules. how offensively british alfred can be sometimes. it's so Rules. good and he's just like your delirious rampage is at an end sir mission <laughs> must come first alfred and he goes and I says, what, what does it take to stop the gunshots and city's bug black voice reply? A sacrifice of a son. Any last words as he dangles David over the edge of the top of this building. Damien spits in his fucking eye. And Doodle Bruce goes, and he <laughs> launches Damien off of the roof and Damien just plummets to the streets below. And then I'm going to grab my son and I'm going to throw him off the edge of a building. <laughs> <laughs> but then as Damien's body and splat. End of Damien Wayne. <laughs> and that's it. And that is where that should have been the end of Damien Wayne. Poochie died on his way back to his home planet. <laughs> but as he's falling, he gets that classic Spider-Man catch. 
sick. It's so sick. Dick Grayson just going, morning. With me, it's all in the timing. I love this fucking image. Yeah. 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 It's the best. Image to death. This it's is the so most Spider-Man good. Batman has ever looked in yes. this in this in this book for me. It's, it's sick, right but it's such a good like throwback to the first Batman cover with yes. uh, the Detective Thirty Eight cover. Yeah. Like yeah. fucking rules, really rules, rules. So he swings and drops Damien off on uh, an adjacent building, and he's just like, "What would you do without me?" Damien's like, "What you caused all this, you maniac?" That uh, is really funny. <laughs> like, what would I do without you? I wouldn't have been thrown off a building, you dick. <laughs> it's so, again, like just him going like, what is that thing? And Dick just going, my responsibility. Stand right here or stay right here and no more jumping around. You're lucky you're still able to walk. And I'm in the middle of a serious team up. And just that smirk. smirk. Oh wait, wrong theme song. Um, <laughs> and then that's and then that's when she dips down out of nowhere. Fucking, fucking Batwoman, Batwoman comes just down. sick, sick. And they begin a ballroom blitz. Two bats yeah. versus one. Again, just the fight choreography from Cameron Stewart is incredible. So fucking so good. So cool. That page yeah. of the three of them just going at it yeah. is awesome. Amazing. And they give him the classic double punch. Yep. Knocking him down, and he's again just melting. And they're just like, Who are you? And he goes, I'm what you what you will be. And then he just falls. As Damien has arrived. And then Dick has got a dick. And he begins flirting with Batwoman. So this goes back to 52 when they first meet in 52. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I know that. Which is also written by Chimo. Chimo. Uh, but I, I love. He's just like, what you did tonight was pretty amazing, and I have something to, I should confess up front. I have this thing for crime fighting redheads. Just fucking. So I learned a new term. I learned a new term this past weekend. Uh, shout out to uh, to my friend Taylor. Uh, the term Riz uh, is short for charisma. The kids are saying it now. Um, oh, I don't oh. know why we can't just call it charisma. But well, I guess I guess this dick is full of riz. You gotta shorten everything, these kids today. And that's gonna do it for this week's book club. Thanks everyone for joining us. We're gonna. <laughs> oh man! Um, so Kate immediately shuts him down, and I fucking love it because we all know. He's not her type. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he has no idea he's barking up the wrong tree here. What do you mean? <laughs> it's kind of funny. What do you mean? She's totally his type. It's the redhead and everything. Oh, wait, her. Yeah, oh, way around. he's yeah. Yeah. Right. her type. Yeah. The thing. Right. So... <laughs> stupid. Ah. So stupid. And, so... <laughs> and I love the the end of this interaction, too, where he's like, you, you think... <laughs> You think, this me- you think this means the dawn of a new age of crime? And she turns back. She's like, I think it means things are never how they seem. New age of crime, meet new age of crime fighter. I just, I fucking love it. It's so good. We're glossing over the, th- the fact that she was able to come out of the Lazarus pit and it's completely fine. Completely Had no crazies fine. or nothing. Because she As was is foretold. built different. As was foretold in the Bible of crime. Bible of 
<laughs> so we cut back to the operations of old King Cole, where Knight and Squire have tracked this motherfucker down bro like, knight's like electro mace thing dude it's so hard cool. as fuck it's so, it's cool. so hard and he's it's just like, like a D magic squattered a knight but <laughs> but how did he track us dune through 400 feet of solid rock ah never mind i'll tech the better he is like just didn't tell where miss is about the lasses that's all i'm saying <laughs> and i just Come love on, that Mike. again that's yeah, just that. asking for it <laughs> just do the double punch i love that the double punch is like the morrison thing yeah, i love that this entire run it yeah. is it is the most adam west batman moment yes! ever that's, that's the thing that grounds this in the 66 feel yeah like 100%. is that we always come back to the double Barrel. punch. yeah yeah so we cut back to the Batcave where Dick and Damien are back to their Batman and Robin ways. Damien is training himself. I'm assuming some time has passed. And I don't think that much time has passed. That's the problem. He, they said he needed two weeks. Yeah, well, he was already up and about. Two weeks? So, By two weeks, we would have lost the whole grant to the... Oh, sorry, I was going into Spider-Man. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so they... And this is where we see Dick coming to terms with the fact that this zombie Batman was a mistake. But he's also coming to terms with the fact that Tim Drake was right all along. Bruce Damn is still right. alive, and all we have to do is find him. For more on that, read Red Robin, because it fucking rules. It's so fucking good. <laughs> so... Uh, chapter 10 kicks off with another brand new artist. This Andy time, Clark, baby. Andy Clark. Andy Clark. Now, Andy Clark, I think, is so far out of the artists, the one that emulates Frank Quitely the most. I Not saying that he's directly copying, but his style is closer to uh, Quitely's than Cameron Stewart's and... Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Philip Tan. Philip Tan. Philip thank Tan. You. And so we see that Damien is holding a board meeting, <laughs> and it's incredible. He is he is copying his father. He is uh, showing dominance in the boardroom, showing off all of his uh, business cards. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we see that uh, Batman has decided to team up with one Oberon Sexton. Fashion icon of the week. Fashion icon of the week. Because okay. Oberon Sexton's always dripping. <laughs> but we see that members of the Black Glove have been murdered around the world and that the trail seems to lead back to Gotham City. What does this mean? We're not sure yet. But uh, we do cut back to... Uh, what looks to be the manor that they haven't been to in a while, kept in pristine condition, mm-hmm. and they are looking for clues to try and figure out the whereabouts of Bruce Wayne. They come to something we have seen before that one of us talked about 
One of us mentioned the wall of Wayne portraits. Uh-huh. I told you it'd be important. <laughs> we find that Bruce may have left clues in these portraits. And it's very strange because many of these portraits look like they're the exact same man. Mmm. Odd. Interesting that. Alfred heads back to the Batmobile to analyze their findings. Uh, while over Alfred with this like uh, candelabra looking, yeah, doing right. his best like Cloris Leachman going, stay close to the candlelight. Yes. <laughs> the staircase can be treacherous. And meanwhile... I love Dick being like, Robin, look there. It's like the whole house is coming to life. And Robin's like, you're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> you're so fucking stupid. Shut Dave, up. <laughs> Damon really hates. Damon really hates doing investigative research. He's he just does. Like, he oh hates my it God. so much. He's like, he fuck. just wants to punch. Stop being excited about this. He's like, this is stupid. dumb. This you're is so weird. <laughs> so we see that Oberyn Sexton, uh, I guess, turned down the blackmail offer from before. And now mm -hmm. he is being hunted by what looks to be the remaining members of the Black Glove. So uh, Oberyn Sexton escapes down the, out the window as these assassins come after him while uh, Dick and Damien are in the Wayne family library. Uh, where they are searching for clues. Meanwhile, we see that uh, something's up with Damien. Yeah. I love this yeah. conversation that they have. This was the first time that I liked this character. Did, you know what? <laughs> like, like that I felt for this character. Yeah. You know what? I get it. Yeah. In this run, I totally get it. Yeah. While Dick is really excited about the investigation, he's excited about looking at clues, Damien's not just disinterested because he doesn't like investigating. Damien's disinterested because he's got another thing on his mind. And he asks the question, we can't be Batman and Robin anymore, can we? Like after Bruce comes back. And it echoes back to me to I believe 701 where they're doing all of the flashbacks and Dick as Robin mm -hmm. says when you get married are we still going to be Batman and Robin mm -hmm. and I fucking love Gmo making that parallel yeah it's, it's pretty so smart so good Very yeah so they're good it, man. and Dick is just kind of like look like it's a small price to pay for getting him back alive he's like I can go back to doing what I do as Nightwing and Damien's just like, what will I do? You think he's going to let me be Robin? And Dick, because they have that rapport now, gives him a little little ribbing. And he's just like, you honestly think he'd put up with you the way I do? Like, I just, I love the brotherly relationship love. that they have. The, the brotherly yes. love, it really is honestly. Yeah. But, Dick but Damien takes it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dick realizes immediately, love. he's like, Damien, I'm joking. Like, I know you said you hated all this clue stuff, but you should check this out. And he's like, I'm trying, like, it was a joke. Damien did not take it well, but they've got other things that they need to worry about. Yeah. Bro. And we cut back to a flashback with uh, Talia and Damien before Damien was mm. back off. Mommy vibes. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Oh boy. With her ocelot off to the side there. Yes. The things I would fucking do to get in that room. My God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Talia wants Damien to leave this life behind because she believes that Dick and Alfred are brainwashing him. And he's like, no, like I'm trying to be a better person. And she's like, nope, just if, if you're going to argue with me, I don't want to hear it. Just leave. So we see uh, them checking out this really interesting room that has a rose at the center of it surrounded by a bat. And as Dick goes to inspect it, Damien's body seems to move on its own. He grabs a sword and gets ready to behead Dick before he sinks into the floor. There's a trap. And Damien <clears throat> is his own trap in itself. Uh, Dick finds himself in that bat cave. That secret, secret bat cave that I believe Bruce found right before uh, Reverend yeah. died yeah. with the uh, bat drawn in the middle of the floor, Barbatos, Thomas written on there. Alfred's just sitting in his fucking Batmobile, just sipping his tea. Did it I, make... I like to think that the Batmobile, like, made 100% the tea. 100%. Made the tea? Yeah, I didn't think 100%. about that. That's kind of a good idea. 100%. Like, very much this like a is, James Bond, like, martini shaker in the, like, glove compartment type of deal, you this know? This Batmobile. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of sick. Yeah. Chicks dig the car. Yes. Chicks dig the car. <laughs> this is why Superman works alone. Unironically, <laughs> Chris O'Donnell at that age would have been a great... Dick Grayson Batman. Great Dick Grayson. Yeah. Great, like Dick That's Grayson. the problem is that he was <laughs> he was Batman age. Yeah. Wild Robin. Yeah. Uh that said, hey, you know what? I think he's great in those movies. I think yes. I, I think, I think so he's great too. in both of even, them. Even actually. He's overacting how to uh put laundry on the line. Yeah. Rubber lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the most. I would love to put Chris O'Donnell's Robin and James Franco's Harry Osborne in a room and just see what happens. <laughs> oh my God. Where's your friend, huh, brother? Huh? <laughs> hey, so how's that? Bye. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. So good. So Damien has run off into. He, he is done. The Peter Parker run off into the into the never, graveyard. Never, 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 never. <laughs> when he is found by Oberyn Sexton, who has arrived and is still being chased by those black hand or those black love members. Uh, chapter where are we? Eleven. Yeah, you kicks off with uh, a pretty disgusting scene where we find the big bad of the season is uh, beginning to make his move into the narrative once again. Mm -hmm. Dr. William Hurt is back, baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's he is a freak. The, he's a freak. He's, he's whipped dang freak. W into his back. Um, I do love the, uh, the symbolism of the W where he says, do you see the sign of the W? The Mark of the Shadow, The Dark the Twin. Dark twin. Oh so good. Fucking love it. Um, I love that he is still keeping up his persona that he's like tied to the Waynes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wholeheartedly believes it. And maybe he is. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. 
But we see that he's, I'm assuming, in Colombia, and they're yeah. at that moment getting raided by the DEA. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. And he just makes his way over to this helicopter that's waiting for him, and he's like, I'm heading back to Gotham. Uh, Dick begins to inspect the hidden Batcave while uh, Damien and Oberyn Sexton begin fighting off the Black Glove members. Uh, we find out that the reason that Damien's body was moving on its own is because he got a little something with that implanted spine. It's a neural uplink. Mm-hmm. And Talia is drift compatible. <laughs> and, she, and she is about to pilot right. her, her little mini Jaeger. Fucking rips. Meanwhile, we see, and I fucking love this panel of Damien or of Dick Grayson Batman running down the subway tunnel. Yeah, fucking love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Andy Clark is so good. So good. It's very so so good. I love the little lining on his suit to make it look like it's like threads, you know, or something yeah. like that, like the shadows yeah. and stuff like that. It's really, very really well good. done. Um, so he's trying to escape the underground area that he's found himself in when he comes upon this giant statue of Barbatos. He finds an elevator, a rickety elevator behind it, and he makes his way down. Uh, Damien and Oberon are uh, trying, are handily taking out these uh, these black glove people, and that's when Damien realizes he's like, "You're supposed to be a writer from England, but something's not right. My mother has headquarters in England. I've stayed there often, and I also have a gift for imitating voices. Your accent is fake. You're not who you say you are, are you?" But the way you appeared, what you just did, and then we get this beautiful full page where he's like, are you Bruce Wayne? And hype shot through the roof for me. I was like, if they pulled off that this was time-displaced Bruce, yeah, like, just returned. This is really good, yeah. Holy fuck. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> I love the... Uh dramatic like pause with the lightning in the yeah, background the just symbolizing like the, the crash batman. Yeah. <laughs> symbolizing batman yes symbolizing lightning. batman yeah. <laughs> like all times yeah yeah uh right before the batmobile struck by lightning and sends alfred back to the wild wild west oh no <laughs> oh no batman and then like some guy in like uh, in a trench coat shows up and i was like i was Are told to ride this plane yeah damien wade <laughs> I was told to give you this. <laughs> Just... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what Oberon Sexton does. It's like, I have something for you. Yeah, it's Oberon Sexton. Yeah. A letter. <laughs> and Damien's just like, it's from, the, it's from Pennyworth. I gotta go. He's alive. He's alive. We see Dick. Fuck, I would. I would be all about like that kind of like style for Batman of just like a bat like Back to the Future kind of thing that way. Oh uh, yeah, so you know what? Fucking funny. Homeboy, really uh, back then would have done a really good uh Batman. 
Yeah. Uh, 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 who 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 made Backstreet? Zemeckis. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. yeah. He would have oh, made a really good Batman. Oh, he would have been a time. terrific Batman. At, at that time, would have been I need great... to specify at that time. At that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at that time. <laughs> Marty McFly would have been a great Dick Grayson. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Michael J. Fox would one thousand percent be Dick Grayson, Robin, in that. Oh man. Um, that... Batman. Batman, this is you telling me <laughs> Tom Hanks would have probably been Batman. You're telling me that there's a bat god? <laughs> oh and man, it's this Tom is Hanks. heavy. Oh man, <laughs> it would have been totally like a very much like this style. Like, that would be fun. West, yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah, it would be '66, but in the '80s. Yeah, and so totally we would. see Dick Grayson stumble out. Something happened. He was attacked. And then Damien attacks him with the shovel. And we find out that who's now piloting Damien Wayne? It's Deathstroke. The Terminator, baby. Like, what the fuck? fuck dude. He's like, what the fuck? Brings us to chapter 12, final chapter for this volume. As Damien's just like, run, like, you gotta get out of here. And he's he's trying so hard to fight, but uh Deathstroke is intent on hurting Dick Grayson as Batman. And Damien just shouts, Slay! <laughs> <laughs> as he attacks Dick Grayson. Uh, Batman is able to overpower Damien, and the two of them begin to fight. But we find out that this I... neural uplink has a side effect because Slade Wilson has enhanced senses and reflexes. And because of this, every hit that Damien takes, he feels twofold. Which is cool. Love that weakness. That is great. So Dick pulls out his, uh, his shocky shock knuckle dusters and he zaps Damien until the connection fries, which also sends uh, Slade into a seizure. Love Such that. Such a cool fucking way to do that. Yeah. Cool, cool double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, so they're able to escape. Oberon is as well. Uh, Dick recounts him getting attacked by what felt like a giant bat. And with all of them now regrouped, they're like, we got to go deal with this. So we cut over to the headquarters of the League of Assassins as Dick and Damien just mow down ninja after ninja on yeah. their way to this lab love that they're still flying ninja man bats outside too yeah i love I that that is just it. now become protect- like probably a staple of yeah. the league of assassins just it's like protecting- oh yeah and i have that yeah i love that they're guarding the outside of the castle it's very it reminds me yeah. very it's very resident evil 4 which i've been playing hot take it's resident very evil resident evil 4 is the best remastered game out of all four games that have come out that is so much okay. fun right now. I would have to agree with you strictly for the fact that I saw a video on Twitter. I think it was yesterday or the day before where Leon Kennedy suplexes a guy. And I'm like, yes. do I need to play this game? Yep. Yes. I, I literally, I we have a copy in the house because Quinn immediately bought it because she <laughs> yeah. loves Leon. And I was like, yes. shit, I kind of want to play that now. Because I saw uh, that and then I saw the clip where like the two like chainsaws come through a wall. Yes. And yes. like Leon does like a Dick Grayson style flip yes. against the wall yes. to dodge them. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> I get Leon Kennedy. Okay. Yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to Matt Draper, who we can who we know we can probably count on is currently playing some Resident Evil 4 right now. Are, are we 
Are we close? No, 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 no. We're not closing the drapes. We're not closing. Are we closing the drapes? We're not closing the drapes. It's just a passing mention. Okay. 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 I'll leave the drapes open. I'll leave the drapes open. Okay. We see Batman go to visit Deathstroke, who's recovering from his seizure, and he's just like. Oh, and did I mention the uh, 100,068 people you killed in Bloodhaven? And Destro's like, oh, no, you didn't mention that. And he just starts walloping him. Just absolutely <laughs> bodying this man. He goes full on stone cold with Vince McMahon in the hospital yep. bed. Uh-huh. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. And then is peacefully led away. Um, Vince McMahon would have played a really good Deathstroke. Oh, yeah. Because they're both sons gonna, of bitches. I'm gonna kill a bunch of kids. <laughs> I mean, he's basically Deathstroke. Yeah. And so we see that uh, Damien and Talia are having this split where Damien is like, look, what you did was fucking ridiculous. I am not going to be your weapon against them. And Talia's like, that's okay. There is another. And leads him into this room where she's growing another Damien. Mm-hmm. How this is fucking some, heartbreaking. This is some Palpatine shit. This is some yes. Palpatine Somehow. shit. Somehow. Yeah. Really hard. Damien Wayne returned. <laughs> I, I just love her point of like, listen, you have a choice to make. You can stay or you can leave. But if you leave, I'm just going to start over again. Because fuck you. <laughs> And you think just, I love you? That's just an yeah, emotion. I'll, just, I'll do better this, with this next one. And this exchange breaks my fucking heart. Where yeah. he's like, can't you just love me for who I am? Not what you want me to be. And she says, no. That's not my nature. I'm too much of a perfectionist. Fuck, dude. And that, that every, exchange right there is like every... every gay character gay uh, person coming out to their parents and they yeah. say no it's like literally that <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say in every asian american who's ever been like can you just for one second just look at me for me like yeah that's <laughs> definitely a black experience too yeah. oh yeah oh yeah. yeah generational trauma who yeah. is she i don't know Ooh, her i don't know that i've got it in spades <laughs> And she says, you know, I'll always love you in my own way, and I will permit you to leave with your circus boy in tow. And she says, you may consider yourself an enemy of the House of Al Ghul. And Damien, hard as fuck, just steals himself. And he says, very well. I hope I can be a worthy one, mother. Fucking dope as hell. Cool. Like, cool-ass moment. So good. Yeah, that that is straight up the, the theme kicks in. Yeah. And as, as he turns, yeah, he's leaving as the chorus line kicks in. The shadow is the last thing on the floor we see leave the room. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in Gotham. Gotham self-storage. Um, I don't know. What? <laughs> I thought the same thing. Too. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, there's self-storage over there in Gotham. It, it's just a giant-ass giant, sign in the yeah, middle like, of who the, fuck the does frame. That? So like, I saw no, no, I saw a sign like that in LA when I went to visit Eric one time and I kind of <laughs> laughed my ass off. There's like at so, least six of those signs. Yeah, like yeah. seriously. Like, I How else are you going like, to know that there's really? self-storage? How else are you going to know? So we cut back and we see that the final remaining member of the Black Glove is 
hoping and praying that Dr. Hurt is going to save him. Meanwhile, that uh, song is playing, by the way, in the like, in like the whatever the the subway that they're traveling in or whatever like yeah. i'm hoping and praying as like the as he's like taking off the gloves and stuff like that and she's like oh, oh so nervous and everything we see alfred dick and damien head down the elevator behind the barbados statue and they find the cave where bruce hung his bat cow mm-hmm. they know he's out there they're going oh, to do what yeah. they can to try and find him we cut to the Gotham Grand Hotel, where Oberyn Sexton is uh, having this conversation with Batman. And Dick says, I know who you are. He says, the oil sheik, the peanuts in the restroom, the cardinal strangled by his own dog collar, the, new- the newspaper tycoon with the heart attack and the young mistress, the Russian and the alligator. That was the one. That's when I figured it out. It's a routine, isn't it? They're all jokes. As Oberon Sexton unmasks himself as the Joker. Yeah! What the fuck? The coolest reveal ever! Holy shit. Jesus like, fucking Christ. Like, it is holy the fuck. best fucking My reveal God. and the fuck. best take on the Joker of the, all time. It's fucking fuck. incredible. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> um, so. By the way, that cackle is exactly what happens. It's yeah. just, that, that's just <laughs> all it is. <laughs> Not that, but okay. Not that one. Not that one. Definitely not that one. <laughs> um, so rules. That is so where good. we end the volume. Uh, Holy shit! So because you guys are reading in the omnibus, you don't have the next in Batman and Robin thing at the bottom of this page, right? No, <laughs> we do. Oh, we yeah. do. Yeah, Hold we on. do. Where it just says in next in pa- Batman and Robin. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. we do. We do. We yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, that's the next one. Awesome. It's so awesome. It was Metal just ha 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 ha. And I was like, oh, god damn it. No. <laughs> um, and a quick note for anyone who is like us reading it through the uh, Morrison omnibus. The order is a little askew because yeah. they have it as, you know, Batman issue like 10 and then Return of Bruce Wayne number one. Oh shit! Really? Because they put them in release order. Yeah, because they're meant to be read. Like, fuck! (laughs) I didn't know that. Oh shit! We should have just done that. No, it's all right. It's all right. Because we'll be reading. Oh damn! We'll be reading that soon. Don't you worry. Um, But yeah, it's it's really cool. It's really cool how that works. Yeah. Um, But just so you know, you will need to skip through a little bit if you are just reading this like we were. But that being said hell of a cliffhanger uh gentlemen what did we think of this volume and what was your uh favorite part i'm gonna go to malcolm first i love this volume it's a super weird one but it's great uh (laughs) it's also it feels like a beginning of an end uh you know this feels like oh we're starting to tie up these loose threads we're starting to tie up these things that have been left on the table uh while also setting up the future uh, you know, so, I mean, you, you're establishing Batwoman, uh, and her place in the Bat family and in kind of the greater universe, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, and that goes on into the uh, Greg Rucka, J.H. Williams, the third Batwoman book uh, in Detective Comics at that time, which is a lot of fun. Uh, but you also have, you know, oh, let's wrap up the threads of the uh, Final Crisis stuff and let's start tying in Return of Bruce Wayne and let's figure out the Oberon Sexton of it all and bring back in Dr. Hurt. And like, it, it's all tying together. Uh, which is wonderful. I love that. And I love the feeling of, you know, the the, the doors are starting to close. Um, I love this volume. I think it's super fun. Uh, the art is a major step up from the last half of last volume. Yeah. Um, I, I love Cameron Stewart and Andy Clark both. I think they're both stellar. Uh, and I think it's a good segue from the Cameron Stewart art into the Andy Clark because Cameron Stewart is kind of like a cartoony version of Quietly. Yeah. And then Andy Clark is very much like a, oh, here's like, just about where quietly is um yeah. which is really cool uh art next week is going to be totally different uh, <laughs> wait, can't wait um but yeah I, I love this volume the best part it's that reveal of Oberon sexton man because that shit blew my mind when i was first reading this Yo, i had no same. idea because i i thought that it was i thought leading up to it like oh Oberon sexton is going to be a time displaced bruce wayne yeah like I totally just, I was convinced like yeah. from the get go when he first was introduced, I was like, oh, that's Bruce. That's Bruce right there. Like look at the build and everything. Nope. It's the Joker doing his version of Bruce Wayne, which I think is really fucking cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I mean, goes back to Morrison set this up at the beginning of their run that, you know, Joker has these different personas and he yep. adopts these different personas all the time. And this is just the newest one is over in Sexton, which fucking rocks. That's awesome. So yeah, that's the best part of the book for me this week. Uh, Jacob. Uh, yeah, this was a crazy volume. Just the first half of it being like, um, I thought it was going to go the route of like one of my f favorite episodes of Batman, which uh, the anime series was uh, uh, his solidic and soul which is sort of like Blade Runner meets Batman. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be like him. I thought it was going to be this clone going trying to figure out like where he fits in this life and everything. I thought it was going to be very like the Spider-Man like clone saga stuff. No, it just turned into a Doodle Bob uh, episode and it just made me laugh even more. <laughs> and um, and I, I love Gmo just for that. It was just like, no, no, he's a he's just a throwaway. So we're going to deal with that. And uh, that was funny. Um, then the later half was very much... Um, uh, uh was very cool very very clue style like um uh the more detective style and investigative part of like what batman is and it, it, it I, and i was digging that a lot more for me um uh i'm i'm split between um damien meeting with his mother and finally having that emancipation between the two of them in terms of like uh, i'm definitely not going to following your lead i love that exchange that 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 was very heartbreaking and it actually made me like finally i'm finally on damien's side uh yeah. like uh, after all this like up until this point he's just been a brat and a little bitch and uh, and then finally this point is where he has the turnaround of like where he can be um and he's going to be the best enemy to his own house as he possibly can and uh that was that was inspiring that was so good to hear from like just just get that um assurance from him um and uh honestly this does something that freaked me out more than arkham asylum origins which was just um i agree the uh it should have been black mask but at the same time it was really neat seeing a, a joker revealed that really <laughs> threw me the fuck off uh, but this 
overdoes it. This this was the ultimate. This was the ultimate like the prize, bitch. And I was like, oh fuck no! I audibly woke up my boyfriend from the at last night when I was reading this. It was like getting close <laughs> to midnight, and I was like, I'll just finish this because I got to finish these three last three issues. And then I got to that and I went, oh, fuck no. And just like, he bolted up and was like, well, what happened? What's going on? And it's just like, everybody, I'm just like, sorry, sorry. I just, I just read a part. It just, it was something I didn't expect. I'm so sorry. Let's go to bed. Sorry, this shit just rules. I just rush the house. <laughs> yeah. Like I just, I just like everybody, all the lights were turned on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. that reveal for the end is like is so over the top and so incredibly very um jo- uh, like mark hamill joker to me in terms of just like surprise it's been me the whole time it's just like wow that is incredible incredible writing uh wonderful artwork um i can't say anything more other than like this was a great volume yeah, I, you know, I just think it's interesting that uh, that Malcolm loves this reveal, but really hates the reveal in Arkham Origins. I just I think because it's a hypocritical. I, I think love it, I, Black I think it's Mask really as a character, and you love and they Oprah promised and as leading a into too. that game. Just, they said this is going to be a Black Mask just, game. You know, I, I don't. Sexton isn't uh, the main just, villain of this. Black just, Mask was promised to be the main villain. I just think it's, and then you it's, reveal that it's, it's just an another Arkham thing. game with the um, Joker being the villain it's again. Just, it's, it's and that sucks. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I, I, just, sucks. I just think it's really yeah. interesting. Also, that Joker sucks. The only person I like doing the Joker is Grant Morrison. I just—they're <laughs> the only one who should ever tell Joker stories, literally ever. Man. No one else. No one else. I just think it's interesting. But I just think you're interesting. My... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, I I really dug this volume. Um, I loved the artwork. Uh, Cameron Stewart can have my heart forever. And Andy Clark, I was not as familiar with art-wise, but fuck, does he know how to draw some Batman. Can he bring uh, a room together? Let me tell you. Sure can, sure can. Sure I can. really, like you guys said, I loved this arc for Damien, specifically. Yeah. Um, him getting to the point where he is choosing his found family versus his blood. Just it means the world to me. It means, really, really yeah. does. It's so cool. And um I have to say though, my favorite part is fucking Meathead Knight and Squire. I, just, I, love, <laughs> I love their environment. I threw a rock at him. It was a big rock. Barrel, wasn't it a big rock? <laughs> yes, Cyril. It was a big rock. Barrel. Barrel. Time for big rocks. <laughs> I just I love them. I want more of them. Uh, I I just I love this volume. It was very very good. Uh, the Batman and Robin, uh, Dick Grayson, Damian Wayne era continues to fucking win, and I will be thankful forever that we are experiencing this with all of you folk. But that wraps up this week. Before we get to next week, though, we've got some emails, which means Malcolm, what time is it? insert character voice here i i was gonna try and go for like a like a like a scottish accent but i can't do it i can't do a scottish accent it, just, it just sounds do, bad just do your best cockney accent <clears throat> oh it's the fucking mail time is it 
Pyaw! And then we're going to read the mail and then we're going to answer the questions. It's going to be Pyaw! <laughs> I should have just done that. <laughs> no, I, I, loved, I loved your cockney. It was great. I should have just done that. <laughs> Uh, if you want to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Just put Bat Club mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. We have six emails to read this week, so let's get to it. First one comes from good brother Jacob Goodhart. Goodheart. Hey, Jacob Goodhart. Uh, who writes Dear Geeksplain Podcast. This week's chapter of Batman and Robin honestly is a little bittersweet, as once we establish Dick as a proper Batman replacement, he's suddenly on the lookout for ways to bring Bruce back. I can't blame him for wanting his dad back, but it's still kind of sad that we don't get to see Dick on his own as Batman for very long. I'm also super happy that Eric told you guys about Issue 3's cover and how it's secretly a reference to the iconic Killing Joke panel. If it wasn't brought up, I was going to mention it. Hearing Malcolm lose his mind was a highlight last episode. Blew my mind. Still That's blows incredible. my mind. A week later... I'm still picking up the pieces. <laughs> Updating the story the with pieces. my brother from last right. week. He's read the Nightwing book I gave him and really liked it. Hey! hey. Yeah. Though considering he started collecting regularly with the new 52 version of Nightwing, I needed to give some context as he thankfully missed the entire Rick Grayson thing. Thanks, Didio. Uh, Malcolm, you losing your mind over Pig last week was probably the funniest thing I heard on the podcast yet as I couldn't stop laughing. Personally, when I read anything with Professor Pig, I hear Peter Stormare in my head. I think if Gunn does adapt this particular story, he's cast in the role. I could also see oh, Matt Reeves' shit. next Batman movie using him as well. Either way would be fine by me. Um, for those of you who don't know who Peter Stormare is, uh, you'd probably know him as Vertigo from Arrow. I was gonna say, as, right. as the, as the most well second known Vertigo, role, right? The second best Vertigo. Vertigo. Uh, yeah, for sure. In his, in his most well-known role, he's not known for anything else. Uh, if you like Peter Stromare and you haven't done it, uh, play Until Dawn. An excellent game Ooh, uh, yeah. with a lot of really great Peter Stromare in there. Oh, oh yeah, it's so 100%. good. Great game. Yeah. Uh, he writes, I'm also super stoked that Malcolm has joined the club of people who's read through Mark Wade and Brian Augustine's run of The Flash. Wally's whole journey is a blast and made me love the extended Flash family. Reading it also made me realize just how much the CW show just stole from Wally and gave it to Barry. Yep. Which uh -huh. is nothing against that show. Like you said, the first couple scenes are perfect television. I really like things up until after Crisis on Infinite Earths. But I'm in the camp that thinks Barry should have stayed gone for a few seasons and let Wally actually become the Flash instead of being written off the show. Totally. Yes. Yeah. I oh. thought that's what was going to happen. I still Same. hate that it didn't. Uh, I was only able to get the Wade series digitally, but just today I ordered the Wild West's comic, where Mark Wade returns to tell the story of Wally raising his kids, which is fitting, considering that Wade is the one who created Irian Kingdom Come, which I didn't realize until someone pointed it out to me. Though I think my favorite part is the relationship between Wally and Linda Park. When Wally is thought to be dead in a story arc, instead of properly mourning him, she instead gets a sci-fi gun and goes Rambo on the people responsible. We all need someone like that in our lives. <laughs> comic book love interests who are reporters aren't exactly revolutionary, but Linda to me feels really unique since she and Wally aren't afraid to bang heads every once in a while. But ultimately they come out stronger for it because they care for each other. As for comics, this week I managed to pick up the Alan Moore classic V for Vendetta at a local bookstore for only 10 bucks in great condition. This is another case of Moore's work where I saw the, fir the movie first and didn't read the book until later. But since Watchmen's comic was better than, was better than the movie in my opinion, I think I'm in for a treat. I'm trying to find other works of his that I haven't read. I think he wrote Miracle Man, but when I look it up, his name isn't attached to it. And instead, it just says the original author. My question, <laughs> you know, comments on that, Malcolm? 
Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's at his behest. He doesn't want his name on any of his old work except yeah. for Watchmen. Yeah, for whatever uh... reason. Uh, my question this week, outside of two or three books, I'm not reading any comics from the big two publishers. What are some of your guys' favorite indie books? I'm already caught up on Saga. I own all of Invincible, Radiant Black, The Sandman. I know it's technically DC. And I tried reading the boys comic, but I think Invincible did the superheroes, but real better than them. Thanks, Jacob Goodhart. Uh, don't even worry about the boys comic. It's Don't, I'm like, yeah. just don't do no, it. Don't, don't do, do it. Watch the You'll, show. You just watch the show. It. Don't read the comic. Just yeah. skip it's 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 real bad. It's bad. Um, it's really graphic. That's really the yeah, only reason just, I didn't watch. Good. Yeah, it's just it's like it's a little too much. Uh-huh. Um, Malcolm, do you have any indie comics you'd like to plug? Like to yeah, uh, one of the more recent ones, Seven Secrets, uh, by Tom Taylor and Daniela Nicolo. Thank you. Uh, fantastic book. Super fun. Uh. It's almost an all ages book. Like it, it feels kind of like a PG movie, you know, uh, yeah. with some exactly. really intense bits at times, but it's great. Um, so yeah, I would say that uh, it's about uh, the society that keeps seven secrets from the world. Uh, there's seven different briefcases, uh, one with a secret that could either change the world or destroy the world or whatever. No one knows what those secrets are. And then this rogue organization uh, is coming after those secrets to reveal them. Uh, it's great. It's it's super fun. Fantastic yeah. book. Um, Paper Girls mm-hmm. uh, by Brian yeah. K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang. Uh, one of my all-time favorites, uh, which had a really good TV show last year, um, but we'll never have a good TV show again. <laughs> very, very um, but the comic is excellent. It's 30 issues. You can ble- breeze through that pretty fast. Uh, Seven Secrets is only 18 issues. Um, I'm always going to say, always, always, always going to say, I'm looking at the box right now, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from Boom Studios. Hell yeah. Like, that's the way to go, baby. Go back to read everything that they've released that's Power Rangers since 20, what was that, 2016 that started? Like, just read through all of it uh, because it has been stellar. Uh, Holy hell, get caught up because last week's issue had a thing that literally made my mouth drop. My mind is blown. Blown. Something I never thought I would see. It rules. Those comics are fantastic. So, yeah, I would recommend those three. Uh, Jacob, any indie comics you'd like to plug? Yeah, I've been, uh, I'm, I was trying to think of indie comics that haven't been adapted into media. Like, uh, I, I was like, oh, uh, I was like, I zombie. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, not that. <laughs> oh, sweet tooth. Never mind. Not <laughs> that one. Uh, but, um, The Unwritten is a really good comic. Ah, great book. It, it's a great book. It's, uh, it's very, uh, it's very, uh, ex- it, it's like if um, if you've ever seen the show Legion, it's like that with Harry Potter. Uh, it's very fun because of just Interesting. like it's very fun because of just like uh, like it. It's very Page Master and Harry Potter yeah. and and very much like uh, it's a very good literary journey into like the 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 journey of this kid who is whose author 
was uh, uh, kind of like J.K. Rowling in terms of making this book series that was very much based on his son. And now he and his his father's gone and his son has kind of taken his place in terms of like doing all the media and like circulating his like books and stuff and everything like that. It's very interesting. There's that one. That all I got stuff is just real. Like all, all the stuff real. that was in the books is real. It's yeah, very I, good. It's, it's a much better good. Harry Potter. It's very much. It's so much better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, there was that one. There's also a book called The Witch Doctor that I actually have been obsessed with because it's just like, nice. it feels very, uh, it's by Brandon somebody. I can't remember what his name uh, is, but uh, it's 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 a guy who has written Doctor Who comics and he wrote his own version of the of this uh, uh, of this like sort of like Doctor Strange, Doctor Who kind of character that is uh, dealing with like sort of uh, sort of like these supernatural elements that are very very much more like house in style than they actually are. Um, um, like vampirism is like a parasite uh, mm. inside a person that makes him into a vampire, and uh, it's very interesting. It's um, that one's also really good. There's also one last one. So it's one last one that I was thinking of fear agent. Fear agent is a really good, Hell yeah. fun, like it's like, Ad, it's like Adam strange. It's like Adam strange as a, a bug exterminator. It's so good. Um, it's this Texas like drunken uh, 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 kind of uh, like bounty hunter exterminator kind of guy who like goes to places and gets hired for like uh for doing things you also learn a little bit more about him and it's it's very spacey and it's uh, it's drawn by tony moore it's so good it's just the artwork alone is just so much fun um but the through line story is very fantastic and depressing and 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 happy in all sorts of places so i can't recommend those three uh uh for for what i like in terms of um independent comics oh yeah um i I am not an indie connoisseur, uh, but I have been getting into it more recently. Uh, we started a whole uh, series for December, this past December called In December, where every December I'm going to be tackling independent comics. Um, so my knowledge is more limited than theirs, but there are some that I would recommend. Uh, Do a Powerbomb from last year. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite comics of all time. It's incredible. Even if you're not a pro wrestling fan, it's a wonderful, wonderful story. Uh, it was my comic of the year last year. So nice. it's, it's amazing. Okay. Um, one comic that I cannot sing the praises enough. If you like invincible uh, firepower. Also Hell by, yeah. by Chris yeah. it is incredible. When is that coming yeah. back? Who knows? It's on it's hiatus been like right now. Six months. Like... Yeah, it makes me worried, but I think it's just because Kirkman's working on the uh, on season two of Invincible. Yes. Um, and it, it, but it gives you time. Priorities. To catch up. Priorities. It gives you time to catch up. So go yeah. read that. Um, the Good Asian is amazing. Yeah. Incredible, incredible story. Uh, murder mystery detective noir, uh, set in 1930s Chinatown incredible stuff uh, i had porn sock pachette show to the writer on the pod got to talk to him he's incredible um and that is actually going to be adapted into a series which i'm very yeah, excited is. about we got the announcement for that and then for a book that you can actually pick up right now as well that's still kind of in its early stages once upon a time at the end of the world uh by the same artist of the good asian alexander defenke and yeah. jason aaron friend of the podcast jason aaron uh -huh. 
really great love story about two kids dealing with uh, the apocalypse. Stand By Me meets Mad Max meets uh, all of that stuff. Really great independent yeah. comics. Would recommend for sure. Uh, so thank you, Jacob, for writing in. Uh, our next email comes from Dylan Hall. Uh, Dylan. Dylan writes... Hey everyone, longtime listener, started with the Draper December crossover a couple of years ago. Haven't looked back. Thank you so much. Uh, first time emailer. I love when I get these longtime listener, first time emailer. Oh, yeah. Emails. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy. It makes it's me so good happy. good to know. Uh, he hey, writes Eric, how's the pie? So good. There you go. <laughs> uh, he writes, I never got into the book club till this current run since Morrison's Batman and their other works were my comfort reads during 2020. I'd never read them before, but I loved their novel approach to continuity. It felt both respectful to the past without being too confusing and convoluted. It made me want to do more deep dives into this world. I've been reading some Jason Todd recently and don't get the hate from the earlier runs. He was a scrappier, angrier Robin, but is still capable. He's very competent and just all around awesome in the cult. But alas, the fan hatred led to his death and a very interesting 10-plus year odyssey of resurrection and redemption. Under the hood rules, duh. You've highlighted how great he is in Morrison's Batman and maybe even more Todd to come from Gmo. But what are your personal fave Jason Todd stories from comics or beyond? I have a special fondness for the Dark Trinity version, gone too soon, especially with the new webtoon. Sorry for the long email. I did want to thank you guys for countless hours of entertainment while driving for work in Houston. Looking forward to catching up on the Older Book Club episode. Episodes. Happy listening for the older book club episodes. Thank you so much for listening all this time, Dylan. Yes. Um, and I hope we can uh, keep providing some good stuff for your uh, for your long drives. Yeah. Yeah. But first off, uh, Jason Todd does rule in the cult. Cult is a great story. Cult is a great story, and Jason Todd does rule in the cult. Everyone it's, forgets that. It's like one of his few good stories as Robin. Um, but it's fine as Robin. There's nothing wrong with him. I'm right, right on your side, my guy. It's fine. Um, for me obviously under the red hood is fantastic it's a classic for a reason um this now uh is one of my favorite jason todd stories the gmo interpretation even though again we've talked about how the art kind of lets it down Mm -hmm. yeah i think my i think one of my favorite current runs uh and we we already mentioned i'm just gonna set it off to the side i because we all loved Rebirth, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Like you said, gone too soon. Um, so good. It's so good. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that because like be. I've not read the Rebirth. I have oh, the so I have good. the I have the new fifty two version, which I actually kind of enjoy, and that's the only one I've read out of outside under <laughs> the wood. Because uh, like, it, I just it's very different. It's uh, just because yeah. Rebirth stomps on the new fifty two run. Okay, yeah. no question. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but it's, books- it feels like it's written by an entirely different person, even though it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Which okay. is very that's, interesting. That's, that's weird. What? Which is okay. Very interesting. It's like uh, he t- applied books- all the things that were badly said about what him first reading. He's like, okay, okay, I got it. Yes. I got it. I got it. I was yeah. like, here you go. Yes. Let's do Two books I would recommend, though um, his appearance in Batman Urban Legends. I was going to bring that really, up. Really, really great stuff. Great, um, great Jason Todd story. You just look up Red Hood Cheer. That's what that's what'll come up. Oh. Great, great story. And then I think honestly, one of my personal favorites, uh, Deceased Unkillables. Deceased hey. Unkillables is maybe Hell my yeah. favorite Jason Todd story, and also Hell secretly yeah. my favorite Shazam story. 
Hell yeah, baby. Uh, of course, that, we, we know it is. We know it. <laughs> we know exactly Fuck, why You're right. You're right. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's a great Jason Todd story. If you're, great if, if you're not familiar story. with the deceased, or even if you have and you've been like just doing the main ones, go back and read Unkillables. It's a short series set, set during the events of the first uh, deceased series. Super, <clears throat> super good. Would recommend for sure. Uh-huh. Um, so Jacob has mentioned, I've mentioned Malcolm. What do you got? Um, so I'm glad you brought up the webtoons because, uh, yeah, Jason Todd and that, uh, Batman Wayne family adventures is fucking wonderful. Delightful <laughs> guy. Uh, 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 uh and we brought up urban legends. I would say, uh, Red Hood Lost Days, Ooh, which ties good. in, it's right oh. before, uh, right before Under the Red Hood, yeah. canonically, um, also written by Judd Winnick. A fantastic, fantastic book. Um, really gets into the, well, just the formation of the Red Hood. Uh, Jason's training, becoming the Red Hood and training under Talia to be a terrorist, which is yes. awesome. <laughs> um, between that and, uh, well, you already said Urban Legend. So yeah, that would, that would be like the biggest ones for me. I, yeah. I also remembered um, Jason Todd was just put it recently into the, um, the, Batman Adventures in uh, the the comics based oh, on Batman yes. animated Avengers series. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the, that that is real. That's really good. I, uh, I, amazing I love, design. Amazing design. The, the and like nineteen forties pilot design. Yeah. Fucking whips. So good. Whips so hard. It's really good. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. Yeah. Underrated, I would say. Underrated, yeah. Yeah. Not a lot sure. of people talk about under it, the red why... hood. Aided. <laughs> yeah so thanks dylan for writing in um our, our next email I'm sweaty i'm sorry <laughs> just glide right over there i was sweaty yeah it was our so next sweaty email we had to glide comes right over. from uh one dallas taylor whoa hi dallas uh, diamond dallas, dallas taylor diamond dallas, dallas taylor. taylor that's your name whoa. from now on uh whoa. who writes in fellas i simply must i simply must ask what did you all think of the trailer for Wes Anderson's new film? What oh. directors have the kind of visual flair that makes you excited these days? Who do you think would have the right stuff to direct a Morrison st- Batman movie, neon and all? Best regards, Dallas Taylor. So, ah. <laughs> Dallas, first off, um, really enjoyed the trailer. I thought it was really fun. It's exactly what you expect from a good Wes Anderson flick. And, I mean... Wes Anderson's a solid pick for a Morrison-style Batman. Um, I will say, though, and I know I say this for every comic book movie, but I just want to see Edgar Wright's Batman. I really just, the 60s sensibilities, the neon... I think it'd be really cool. That was was who I was thinking. I was thinking Edgar Wright might be the better choice. Um, I'm... Listen... Since Moonrise, I haven't been the big Wes Anderson guy because oh, I think I think Moonrise Kingdom is where he starts doing what he's doing now, and it's just kind of like every movie since has kind of been like a cover song of that, like That's visually fair. and also like stylistically. Like it's just felt very much like we're doing the Moonrise Kingdom again. Like, <laughs> and I fair I don't enough. I I miss like Royal Tenenbaums Wes mm, Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. I guess. Like, I think everything leading up to Moonrise Kingdom feels very different. And then everything since Moonrise has just felt like Moonrise Kingdom again. 
Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of a bummer to me. And this looked exactly like, oh, we're just doing the Moonrise Kingdom thing again. Like, he's like, ah, all right. I'm I'm kind of tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Whereas, whereas Edgar Wright, like, everything he does will feel stylistically similar, but is very different. I mean, you look at Last Night in Soho, a movie that I didn't love, um, but mm, liked. Yeah. And it's it's very different. Like, you can barely tell that that's the same guy who did Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. You know. 100%. Uh, I have to, well, you know, for, for me, I, I, uh, I just saw the trailer like yesterday. I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, it just came uh, out yesterday. I think. Did it just come out? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I thought it was out for like a week and I was just like, Oh, am I finally just seeing this? What's up? No, um, I think it just hit. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm always a Wes Anderson fan. I'm always going to be it no matter what the style and what, what version of the story is going to be. I'm always going to be because, um, I think the uh, Dargini Unlimited was the breaking point for me in terms of like, yeah. loving his stuff. Was yeah. just that was that was that was the moment where I was just like, I love this artist. Also, his his animated um, movies in terms of just like um, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Fantastic and Mr. Fox, and then the dog, Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs, and stuff. I would see that style done for a Batman movie. That's if he animated like That'd be that, fucked up. That would be really fucked up and fun. It would be really Professor Pig like that? That'd be fucked up. Yes. Oh, no. You could get away with a lot more with that. It would be really fun. But I absolutely agree that you got that Edgar Wright would be perfect just because of like, you know, the fast pace, like um, uh, the quick cuts, cutting, the yeah. quick yeah. cuts and stuff for like suiting up and stuff like that is very Joe Schumachery. And yes. I would fully see yeah. something like that. But he also has a real gift for fight choreography. Exactly. Yes. Like you look at yes. Scott Pilgrim, you look at Baby Driver, like yeah. You don't look at Baby you look at like uh the World's End. Yes, you know? the World's End. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. I think the most underrated movie in his filmography. Oh, <laughs> maybe movie. the best. What about the the cop movie? The right, exactly. Uh, 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 I can't remember. I, Hot fuzz. Hot fuzz. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Very like much, very yeah. stylized action, but like very smooth, very clean. Yeah. Feels a lot like Gmo's kind of action stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I mean, that's who brings Gmo and Cameron Stewart to life. Yeah. One hundred percent. Edgar Wright, like for sure. Yeah. So thank you, Dallas, for the email. Our next email comes from Michael Cox. Mike. Brother Mike. What's up, Mike? Uh, he writes, hey, Dark Knights, hope you're good. I don't have a question this week, but a recommendation for you and anyone who is into So Bad It's Good movies. The Lhasa Pastor. All you need to know about it is it's terrible to the point it's genuinely hilarious to watch. Oh. It's available to rent on Amazon Prime Video. I know they don't sponsor y'all, but they totally should sponsor this podcast. Mike <laughs> has been listening to this long enough that he knows... He knows. <laughs> did he put that he knows in? Did he the put long that running. He did. He did. Okay, that's um, awesome. I thought that was just you, actually. As always, <laughs> love the podcast and book club. Uh, I love Mike it. is correct. Velocipaster is terrifying and terrible and hilarious. Oh, Velocipaster. Sounds Velocipaster. sick. Our next uh, email comes from across the pond, which I think is appropriate for this, uh, for this hey, episode. Yeah. Uh, this is Too from... Rock. Diet Coke Lemon, uh, who writes, hey, hello, there, hello there, Geeksplain Book Club, and Guten Tag from Germany. Ah, Guten Tag! Hey! 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 
gonna I'm gonna apologize. I'm gonna apologize immediately. Uh, anytime we get international writers, Jacob just goes ham. Here we go. So, hey, <laughs> right. First things first. Yeah, I really appreciate you doing the book club thing with Grant Morrison's Gmo, Gmo, whatever run, and not only egging me along and catching with catching up and rereading, but also helping me to beat some very boring car drive hours I had to endure in the last few weeks. Not going to lie, I'm still in the middle of your show on Final Crisis, so I'm very sorry in advance if something I'm asking has already been covered by you. Mia culpa in advance. So, here's the thing. I'd love to see the powers that be having several members of the Bat Fam appearing in the planned Batman movie, aside from Damien, who is very obviously a given. But I'm also a bit afraid that I'll, it'll be a convoluted mess with too many characters and tiny cameos, because there definitely will be disappointed fans, because not all beloved characters will, will appear in it. I think they're referring to the Batman Brave and the Bold here. Mm -hmm. uh, what would your preferred way to go be focusing on the movie? Focusing the movie on two to three core characters, Batman either being Bruce or Dick, I'm still torn about that, or them trying to give a comic book movie the chance to feel like a proper Batfam comic book team up, Batman and Robin Eternal style, with the danger of having very confused moviegoers without any comic knowledge. Anyways, thanks a lot. Gotta go and catch up on the last few episodes of your podcast. Oh, they signed it in German, and I'm gonna butcher this. Here we go. Vilgrub, uh, Diet Coke Lemon, a.k.a. Barbara. Um... It's interesting because I think James Gunn's sensibilities, all the Guardians movies have tons of fucking characters in them, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but not all of them have the spotlight all the time. And I think that's a yeah. gift that James Gunn has of balancing casts like that. Yeah. Uh, he did that in, um, in Suicide Squad as well. Granted, he's not going to be the one directing or writing as far as okay. we know. But okay. um, I think the best thing to go would be to focus on that two to three and then you can have people dip in and out and be like, okay, cool. We'll see if maybe in a spinoff or something. But I don't want to overload too many people in one movie. Because especially because yeah. you know the way that they franchise things now. They're going to have to stretch this out and give us more stuff to hope for in the sequel. Yeah, agreed. Who, uh, who, who in the family do you think deserves like a like a side story or some movie or something like that Bat girls that, that, that Bat like, girls in terms of like so wait so the three that you want to focus on on the in the movie is going to be what batman uh dick grayson robin and then damien is that what the is that what the three are or something uh in my world it's dick grayson batman damien and alfred oh but well, okay. there are There's potential back. i mean you, give us that red robin you know what? Give us a Red Robin HBO Max series. How yes, I actually agree Let's with that. that. I was That'd even, be sick. I'd even, be okay, I'd even be okay if you want to just like introduce uh, Tim Drake Robin a little bit and just have like this Martin Fitzgerald, uh, Fitzmartin like kind of um, run yeah, into like a, yeah. like into a, like a little uh, like Wouldn't six episode it. thing. Wouldn't you know? Because it. it could be good. And our final email comes... Oh, Thank you very much uh, for writing all the way from Germany. Really do appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yes. Um, Diet love, Coke Lemon. International. Love international writers. What's this, That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> there it is. I'm there sorry. Is. I'm sorry for my friend. There it is. Uh, the Geneva last... Convention cannot handle Jesus world famous. Christ. The UN is beating down our doors as we speak. Uh, our final email for this week comes Russia. from good brother Adam Stringfellow. 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 Uh, hey there, Caped Enforcers. Caped Enforcers. 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 How are y'all doing this week? Quick mental health check. How are things going with the three of y'all? 
Uh, also, Malcolm, you should definitely watch Peaky Blinders. That shit is amazing. Also, while my Michael was visiting, he introduced me to Golden Girls, and that shit is actually fire. Who knew? Yeah. Hell yeah. Also, yeah. check out Only Murders in the Building on Hulu if you haven't already. Yes. Uh, it's Jacob, so good. Quick, mental health check. Uh, uh, I'm good. I'm tired. It's it's a busy week. We're opening a new show. It's called Robin Hood, and it's it's a lot of fun. So Hell yeah, yeah. you doing uh, like the Italian shrug. I am. Uh, Malcolm, quick mental health check. Uh, I'm good. I'm supposed to do an offsite movie today, uh, but uh, I think it might get canceled because of the weather. Which exactly. would mean I just get an admin day, which sounds wonderful. Nice. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> sounds yeah. wonderful to me. <laughs> that does sound wonderful. Um, mental health check. I am. I am doing a lot better. Um, Good. I had. I. Uh, I don't want to get into it too much because we are running low on time here. But um, I had a. Uh, just. I'll be honest with you all because I always try to be honest with you. I had a very bad panic attack on Friday, which is why uh, last mm. week's episode went up so late. Um, I'm doing better now. I have a great support system. My fiance took incredible care of me, and I am. Uh, I'm. I'm doing better. So thank you for checking in, Adam. Really do appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, hope you're Adam well. Writes, yeah, too. Yeah, hope you're well, Adam. Yeah. Hope you're doing good. Yeah, quick, quick mental, mental health, health check, check for you. on you. Yeah, give us a mental check. Uh, Uno yeah. reverse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he writes, for my question this week, I want to ask y'all this. What would you say are y'all's top 10 Batman villains? I am going to, just because we are running low on time, your yeah. favorite Batman villain. Think about it as I finish this. Uh -huh. uh, Additionally, who are y'all's favorite villains from Batman's Rogues Gallery? That's that's the same thing. Yeah, that's, that's the same that's... thing, Stringfellow. Um, he writes, "My f absolute favorite is Ray Shalgul. The way as the way I see it, besides Joker and Bane, no other can really challenge Bruce on a physical, mental, and emotional level besides the Demon's Head." And bonus points for my head canon that Bruce and or that Raish and Talia were the final teachers that taught Bruce in the League of Shadows as Bruce was traveling the world before becoming Batman. As far as my top 10 list, here goes. 1A, the Joker. 1B, Raish al Ghul. 2, Bane. 3, Owlman, specifically from Justice League Rising on Two Earths. Great movie. Uh, 4, Hell Deathstroke. Yeah. 5, Two-Face. 6, Scarecrow. 7, Riddler. 8, Penguin. 9, Professor Pig. 10, Hugo Strange. Would love to hear y'all's thoughts on this, and I'll catch all y'all on the flip side. All the best and much more. Adam, Jacob. Your favorite Batman rogue. Okay. I'll give you like number Look, three. Favorite. Your favorite. Just just absolute favorite. favorite. All right. It's the Joker. I, I love the Joker so much. It's because That's surprising. Of, no, it's it's honestly because I love the psychological like insanity of this character and how broad it can be, basically, in terms of just like how crazy can a person be? Um, That's fair. And it's a never ending like uh, well that you can dip into um it uh, there's so many just like batman there's so many interpretations that you can go through with the joker as well the close second was um scarface and the ventriloquist because oh, i nice. love Good i pull. love the split personality of those two um it's, okay then yeah. malcolm favorite and your runner-up uh rahas al ghul is my favorite easily nice. um i mean you catch that one bad day He's the oh uh, yeah fucking oh. best story best oh, literally good. the best Rahas Al Ghul single oh, issue so uh fucking ruled um second favorite is Bane they're they're literally my two favorites nice hell yeah um, yeah um, I'm I'm right there with you my my favorite is Bane always has been always will be uh, Bane I I love Bane 
Um, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my runner-up might actually be the Riddler. I love the Riddler yeah. a lot. You're a little shit is, poster. I'm a little <laughs> incel. <laughs> so. um, so yeah, That's those funny. are our answers, Adam. Uh, appreciate you showing the list. We just we're we're running out of time here. Sorry. Uh, but Sorry. because it is a Stringfellow joint, I am going to read his PS. He writes, "Hot take of the week. I think Two Face should be the arch nemesis for Dick Grayson. I remember back in the late two thousands, right before Dick took up the mantle, they were really pushing for Dent to be Dick's main antagonist in his Nightwing series. Ooh. I know that spot is usually filled by blockbuster, but that always felt like they were trying to emulate it." Uh, Daredevil Kingpin dynamic with that. With Dent, though, there's a personal rivalry with him and Dick since Dent was the one who beat Dick senseless back in his first year as Robin. Additionally, it would be really cool if Dick ran for the DA of Bloodhaven as another way to fight crime in his civilian persona while also being it being his way of saying, fuck you to Dent. What do y'all think? Great idea. Yes. Anyway, read cool. Judd Winnick's, uh It's right after the Batman issue that we read, that was an epilogue for Battle of the Cowl, Battle for the Cowl. That next four issues is Dick Grayson as Batman against Two-Face. Read that. So good. (laughs) Read that. Um, Read it. It's so good. Once again, thank you to everyone who wrote in. If you want to be part of the Geek Explained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put Bat Club mailbag in the subject header, and we'll read it here on the Friday show. That does it for this week. Next week, we are going to be chronicling the other half of the story as we read The Return of Bruce Wayne. Yeah! This is going to be Return of Bruce Wayne, the full miniseries, issues one through six, as well as Batman number 700. So make sure you add that in for your reading pleasure. It is going to be great. The synopsis goes like this. A time-spanning graphic novel featuring Bruce Wayne's return to Gotham City to take the mantle of Batman, written by award-winning uh, writer Grant Morrison and illustrated by a, uh, a stable of today's hottest artists. This synopsis is terrible. Uh, this is the final <laughs> chapter of the epic storyline that began in the best-selling graphic novels Batman, R.I.P. and Final Crisis, where the original Batman was lost in time after being bombarded with the omega beams of the evil despot. They have it... Anyway, it's what is the story. I don't know what this Amazon you are you are killing me. Um, but basically, it's Bruce lost in time trying to make his way back. So while all this is going on, Bruce is making his way back to the future. Uh, quantum leaping his way so yeah, back into the future again. Returner Bruce Wayne run through six and Batman number seven hundred next week. Be there or be squared, not a circle. But for now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I have been Eric Azana. I'm Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time.
Side. 